Yo. Hey. Yo, yo, yo. It's the Great Debate Show. Jarvis Jeffries, Terrence Smith. We do not own the copyrights to this music. We do not. <laughs> but we just wanted to do a little something different today. This right here is for Roman Reigns. As Pat McAfee would say, these days, the GOAT. We've got so much to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Great Debate Show. Back and better than ever, baby. We're in the building. It's the good guys. Minus one. We're here for wrestling only. Nick Ely will be back on Tuesday. Yesterday, in Cardiff, Wales, in the UK, that is, was Clash of the Champions. And after two years, Roman Reigns does it again. But it wasn't the way you thought it would be. It wasn't even who you expected to help him out. But he still no, was not. had a plan. Um, Clash at the Champions. We've got a good review on that with Terrence Smith. And then we've got the preview of AEW All Out tonight. It's a Sunday. Fun day. September 4. Shout out to the GOAT. Roman Reigns. We will debate if that's true or not at some point. But after two years... And Terrence, he did not get to celebrate his two-year celebration on, on SmackDown Friday night. I don't know about anyone else. It was a lot of people that was thinking, hey, man, I'm hearing Triple H is going to strip the titles from Roman Reigns. He's going to put it on this person or that person. This mm -hmm. is the perfect time with, of course, Drew McIntyre being in his home country. I'm not sure if he's actually from Wales but he's from somewhere around there. Am I correct? From uh, Scotland, uh, so it's all it's all the UK. So that's okay. So he's still know. in this country, and yeah. he's not in America. It it almost seemed fitting. However, that wasn't the case. We're about to break it down right now. I knew when Roman Reigns didn't even make it out to the ring on SmackDown, and Drew McIntyre just cleared everybody out. I knew then. Okay, well, Drew McIntyre still not winning this thing, and he did not. Uh, I love it. I love the finish. I did get to see the finish. Terrence, I'm going to let you um, start off with that and work your way on to whatever else that you thought was interesting in the night. And we will grade uh, Clash at the Castle. But, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We're back. We're better than ever, man. It's the good guys. The Great Debate Show is available wherever you get your podcast. Please download and subscribe so you can be notified when every new episode is up and to keep us on the airwaves. Terrence, you got the floor, man. Uh, what did you think about yesterday? It was uh, yesterday afternoon for us here in the country in the U.S., but uh, they had a pay-per-view. And uh, give us what you thought about it from front to back. Overall, was it a good show? Was it bad? Was it, you know, okay or what? But Roman Reigns is still our undisputed WWE champion. Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as, as far as the match itself, man, I thought that Drew and Roman had a very, very excellent match. I think there were, there were spots in there where I thought, it's like one, two, you know, and I'm like, oh, Drew just did it at home, you know. Oh, Roman kicks out. And then there was this, I think the, the biggest spot was when um, uh, now, once again, he's Austin Theory, not just Theory. Uh, he's got his first name back. He came out to get That's ready. Right. Looks like he was going to cash in. And Tyson Fury knocks him out cold. Uh, and at the same time, Drew, um, Drew nails a... Claymore kick and the referee that Austin Theory brings to the ring goes in and count Roman out, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, this is perfect. This is a perfect finish. And 
one, two, and once again, Roman kicks out, man. You know, for as much as he cheats, the guy's still pretty resilient. You know, he still has some of that quote-unquote big dog character where he would, uh, you know, he was very, very resilient. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the, the finish itself, man, with Solo Sokoa, the, the the younger Uso brother, um, the younger brother of the Usos, let me say that. Yes. <laughs> um, he comes in, pulls a ref out, and, and helps Roman get the finish. And it was just it was just brilliantly done because nobody saw that coming. You know, the, the Usos weren't there. Paul Heyman wasn't there. Sami Zayn wasn't there. So it's like, hmm, Roman is either going to lose or he's going he's gonna to have to win this thing clean. And uh, now that's not the case. But I thought it was very, very well done. Okay. So do you have an issue with him not winning these matches clean? Um, I know he's here. No, nah, I don't. But... I think he's won enough of them clean. Okay. Um, but I also think that he's a bad guy. And you have to keep that bad guy yeah. mentality. Otherwise, the fans will start cheering him. And you don't want your top heel being cheered. So he's got to do some bad guy things. I don't mind it. You know, right. he comes out and uh, he takes. He talks like he won by himself. Yeah, he does. And that's, does. you know, the paranoia, the paranoia is part of the character. I look at it like Hollywood Hogan. Uh, Hollywood Hogan, did he ever win anything clean? The only match he won clean was a botch. And that was the one at Starcade where he pinned Sting and they had to restart the match. Other than that, everything he won was somebody coming out with some spray paint or something, you know. And So, yeah, man, the bad guy's got to cheat to win. Right, right. I'm going to have to ask you about that off air because I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but I did find that intriguing. He did. Oh, no. What? So, I mean I, I, I mean, I can make it quick. It was uh, Starcade where Sting is supposed to go over on Hogan. The the word on the street is that Hogan, Hogan had Ho, Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, oh Sting God. was supposed to beat Hogan at Starcade. Uh, this is when Sting had, you know, turned to the Crow character. He was in the Raptors, you know, the legendary part of Sting's you know, career turn. Uh-huh. Um, and they he, he comes out and he attacks people week by week and he finally he finally leads up to Hogan and they give him the match at Starcade. Uh this is also Bret Hart's first um pay per view appearance. He's the the he was a special enforcer, I think was what he was. Okay. Um and Nick Patrick, who would eventually become an NWO ref, was the referee. <laughs> yeah. But Hogan Hogan his thing with the leg drop early. And he pinned him, but the the word on the street is that Hogan purposely didn't let Sting go, and Nick Patrick counted the three. Uh, so there was a lot of commotion. Bret Hart came in, restarted the match, and Sting would eventually win. But uh, my point is that that's the only match Hogan ever won clean as, as Hollywood Hogan. But it didn't count, right? No, it didn't count. They restarted it. And Hogan done that on purpose, you think? That's what the rumor is. No, nah, I can believe it. I can believe I it. absolutely can, yes. Wow. You know what? I never heard that story. I think I yeah. remember that damn Starcade, but I was like, no, that was Hogan Piper that I'm thinking about. I was like, oh, my God. This is going to be was painful terrible. to watch. That was one of the worst matches ever. Everything building up to it was okay, but we just knew the match wasn't yeah. going to be anything. But anyway, um, I'm sorry. I just had to ask about that because I was like, what, what the hell is he talking about? I needed to know. It was interesting. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um. Shit, what are we talking about? Nearly 30 years later? Oh, uh, not... Romans, uh, right. Yeah. Or Romans, Roman beating people, uh, not beating people clean. But yeah, so I don't, I actually like it. I, I I need for my bad guy to cheat. Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. And and definitely Edge, I don't think Edge ever won a, a, a match clean as a heel, uh, as a right. heel champion. What I didn't like was a lot of times when Triple H had his heel run, I pedigree one, two, three. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. cheat a little bit more, you know, like, could be, because to me, once you do that, the credibility of this babyface is gone. 
the notion is supposed to be that this heel can't beat this babyface. We're supposed to like the babyface. Yeah. And if you keep pedigreeing them beating a one, two, three, then like there's no credibility. Yeah, yeah. Triple H's creative control really was detrimental to WWE in around 0203. This was one of the worst times of WWE because of him and him not putting people over and kind of the stuff that Jericho had been doing here lately as, as of late. Uh, Triple H was just, just drunk with power and being the son-in-law or no, he wasn't quite the son-in-law for real uh, yet of Vince McMahon, but he was already dating stiff. It had his advantages. There was times where we know and we heard that Booker T was supposed to have been going over Triple H in that WrestleMania, and Triple H just kept bitching and moaning until Vince finally said, all right, screw it. All right, give it to H. H will still be the winner. But he wasn't supposed to be. That was supposed to have been Booker, Booker T's moment, and he never got it. I mean, did he have some good moments as SmackDown's champion, as 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 King Booker? Yes, I love King Booker. Oh hell, King Bucka! But that, but that should but, have been his big moment. Yeah, that should have been his big. That should have been his career the, defining moment. Yes, because it's the WWE. Not that, not that his career needed any more defining, but like that yeah. was still his. He earned it for and, that company. And, yeah. I agree because that was the WWE Championship, I believe. And even if it was, <coughs> even if it wasn't the WWE Championship, it was a WrestleMania moment that he deserved. Yeah. And yeah, but anyway, neither here nor there. Roman Reigns is a good heel. I can agree with you on that. I have no problem with the ending on how they finished that. It was not expected for most, even though I had been hearing some rumors that he was going to make his way <coughs> to the main card at some point. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We all heard those rumors, but, um, you know, it was like at any time now. But, you know, you th- you just not expect for him to appear at a big show like that. Right, right. So where do we go now, Terrence? What, what's next for Roman Reigns? You know what? That's a question I pose on, pose on Twitter. Uh, you guys can tweet me at uh, – Terrence M underscore Smith at, uh, on, on Twitter. But um, that's the question I pose. Like, who's going to beat the guy? Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I think that they are, that right now they are in a in a pivotal moment where it's like, is he going to go into Mania and lose now? Because it's got to be on a big stage. You know, and he's mm-hmm. not, I don't know if you know, but he just re-signed a deal where he's going to be appearing a lot less. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. four major shows, uh, Smackdowns and Raws every once in a while, but, like, Every week or every other week, that's pretty much out of the book now. T, T, that's the reason why a lot of people think that he's going to have to drop that belt. Triple H wants him to drop that belt. He can't wait till WrestleMania. People think that it's going to happen before then, way before then, because of the deal where he's I mean, right now it's got to be Survivor Series. Like, that's the next big show. Survivor Series is the next big one? What, that's the next big one, yeah. What do we have for October? Extreme oh, a, a, rules. Hollow, a Halloween Havoc? No? Oh, Ex- oh. Extreme Rules. Okay. I saw something about a Halloween Havoc. What is that about? Uh, they use those for uh, NXT, so that's probably going to be an NXT show. That's a bad move. That should be yep. a that should be a big card, main card, pay per view. Either that or let yeah. A, a lot of the old WCW, uh, like kind of like the old in those old WCW shows, they use typically use, like Great American Bash and yeah, um, Halloween Havoc and like War Games. Yeah, they I'm... use all of those for NXT. Yeah, I don't like that. I th- I think that's just their way of uh once again shitting on WCW. Yeah, we 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 got we trade we got I, it all, but we own it all, but we'll just use it for our for our development for our, de- our development. Yeah, well, I think a lot of those I think a lot of those were Dustin Rose creations, if I'm not mistaken. And Dustin Rose had a big hand in you know developing NXT stars uh in the at the beginning. Oh, so, you so think maybe that's the maybe it was an ode to that. But oh. I'm like you, some of those shows. You know, we're just used to those being really, really big shows. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, 
I, I wish they I wish they let Tony Khan buy buy those names and have the rights you know to that, it. You know they're not going to do that. I know, I know, I know. But I mean, I know Tony Khan would actually do right by it, though. You know, a Halloween Havoc as an AEW pay per view, man, that would be legendary. That would be good. Yeah. It would be classical. Yeah. But again, I just think that when I hear Halloween Havoc, when I hear Starcade or whatever it is that you just that you just mentioned, I would like to see that as a main card pay per view, not NXT only. But, hey, if that's what it takes to make NXT look better, cool. But uh, speaking of Triple H, we don't know what's going to happen next with Roman Reigns, but we know that the belts is probably going to come off him at some point. But I knew after watching SmackDown, Roman Reigns is going to have his real celebration next week on SmackDown. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's going to be unbearable to some. If he doesn't do it on Monday Night Raw, who knows? Right. But I've heard that Fox doesn't really want the main stars on USA as much. They want them on Fox. So right. we'll see how that goes. But every now and then they will sneak Roman Reigns in on a Monday night to help the ratings. Yeah. So either way it goes, it's going to be a hell of a celebration. And well, that celebration. Well, let me ask you, Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Looking at the main roster right now, uh-huh. if you had to pick one person right now. Okay. Uh, and, and and let me say this. One person, because let's just say, it, let's say it, it, it Extreme Rules, You've got to take the titles off Roman. Just, just saying hypothetically. Who on the main roster right now that's not injured? Because Cody, I would, I mean, my pick, my pick would always be Cody, but he's yeah. injured. Yeah. Uh, that you would just say, okay, put the titles on this guy. Honestly, T, there's no one right now. That's the problem. That, yeah, there's no one. That is a problem. That's the problem. I mean, what well, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be a problem. I'm just hearing whispers that they. Because of his new deal of less TV time, they would like to they would like to ununify these titles and get Raw to having a champion to make it more worth your while that to they, watch. That's what they should do. This, this this is what they should do. Hey Roman, you've had these titles for two years, and I don't think either one of your matches have been a triple threat match or or a fatal four way. It's only been you and one other person. You're about to have your first triple threat match. For the title, which that's really good booking if you have a if you have a champion that's strong and you don't have to throw a third person into a title match. That's really good. Yeah. Uh however, now's the time for a triple threat match. It's gonna be Roman Reigns versus the number one contender from SmackDown, the number one contender from Raw. Hmm. If the person from Raw wins, he wins the Raw Championship. If the person from SmackDown wins, he wins the SmackDown Championship. And, you know, if Roman wins, he keeps both titles. And there it is. Right there. And there it is. There and it you is. You throw like you can throw like Seth Rollins in there, and you can throw. Um, now, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here you go, right here. If somebody pins Roman, they get both titles. But if they pin the other person, they only get one. Ooh, woo! I think I'm good at this, man. Well, I mean, seriously, <laughs> seriously, dude, seriously. And this uh, is, and, and this... you can throw Seth Rollins in on one side. You can throw Drew in on the other side. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. That's that's yeah. that's that's awesome. That's awesome, Terrence. And this is the reason why we do the Great Debate Show. This is the reason why we sometimes, and there's no telling how long T has been holding that in. He probably didn't want to give that it. away. Oh, you just came up with it? I just see, came up with it on the you fly. See, you see what I mean? Came up with it on the fly, and you see how great that was, and he just came up with it on the fly. H, if you're listening, uh, Steph, if you're listening, Nick Khan, if you're listening, hell, Tony Khan, if you're listening, somebody get his brother a job. 
This is the reason why we do this. We can do this. We are good at booking. We are good at storyline telling. I know I am. He just gave you a great one, a great angle on how he can lose one of the belts because we're not going to have anybody pin Roman Reigns, though. We wouldn't no, dare do no. that. We let somebody right. else, you know, get the loss. Roman Reigns still looks good because he didn't get pinned, and he's still taking one of those belts with him. And, of course, it would be the raw person that would probably win because they need a championship, mm-hmm. period. And, again, man, that's awesome, T, and that's exactly what they should be doing. That's exactly what they should be doing because I was just thinking to myself, well, he doesn't need to – we need to come up with a way to where he can't lose them both. And that's how I knew he wasn't losing yesterday in Wales – Cause it's like, hey man, it, this is for the undisputed championship. That means if he loses, he loses both of them, and that's both not gonna happen. They're not gonna let Drew McIntyre unify these titles right now, right. Uh, in September. That's just no. It has to be one of those shows, one of those big shows, and it didn't happen at SummerSlam. We don't have another big show until you say Survivor Series. In my book, it's, it's Royal Rumble, and and then WrestleMania. But okay, I'll give you Survivor Series. And I don't think anything's going to happen there either. I can see him in the bloodline going against someone just to make another pay-per-view pass by with him not losing. You can stretch this thing out to Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. It's just that I don't think they want to because of his deal to where he's got less TV time. I would just change the deal and put his ass on TV more, period. You know, like all the other changes he's making since Vince is gone, we can we can, we can can tweak this contract a little bit. I don't know. But um, – I'm with you, T. It should be exactly the way you just said it. I love it. Uh, if that happens, once again, we will know that there are people that listen to the Great Debate Show and still just mm-hmm. refuse to give us the damn recognition that we deserve. Right. Uh, I would not be surprised if that happens. And, of course, they're going to say we're just crazy for saying that you think we got it from them. We've got all kind of, you know, like smart people, really smart people that know wrestling here in this building. Yeah, that's exactly what we've been getting for the past six, a seven years. A whole lot of smartness, right? Yeah, we've been getting a whole lot of smartness for the past six, seven years. So, okay, if you want to go with that, cool. All right, T, what else you got from Clash of the Champions, though? Do you want to get into the Mysterios, or is it something yeah, else you want to – Yeah, we can could, we could chat for that. Um, I mean, the match was just okay to me. I, I wasn't that crazy about the match. Uh-huh. Uh, the, whole, the, the biggest part of the storyline was, uh, was Dominic going to find the turn, and – I retweeted something. I don't know if you saw it, but the way he turned was very interesting. Now, to the normal eye, which was my eye initially, it just looked like he low blowed edge and, and gave um, gave Ray a, a, a clothesline. But that clothesline was very, very familiar. So when Eddie Guerrero turned, he clotheslined Ray the exact same way. Mm. And uh, you get a chance, check my Twitter out. I did retweet it. Somebody, somebody put the videos together, and I mean, they are identical. I'm not saying that Dominic is identical to Eddie because clearly that's Ray's kid. <laughs> Kayfabe, it might be Eddie Guerrero's kid, but, you know. Uh, but he did close out the exact same way that Eddie uh, closed out him, and it was just – it was good, actually. In hindsight, it was, the, the term was really good when I saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, up the ramp, he kind of tears the Mysterio shirt off of him. And, it, you know, it's always a subtle thing. So I'm, I'm very interested to see where Dominic's character goes from here. I don't know if he's actually going to join with the Judgment Day because I'm. As time goes, I'm more and more over the Judgment Day. I just don't know what they're supposed to be judging. 
I started just coming out and having a dark look and beating people up like, uh-huh. I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? I, just, I still don't get it. Right, right. And at one point, it was growing on me, but since age has come back, it's gotten worse to me. And I just, I don't have a feel for it. I just don't have a feel for it. Right. I, I don't know if they should be darker or if they should, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, I want to compare them to uh, House of Black. Because that's the, that's the easy comparison hey. for obvious reasons. Hey, you just said something there, man. I wanted to bring that up at some point in the show. Go ahead. Uh, I know for you, obvious you, reasons. You know I'm coming with it. Comparison. Yeah, I get House of Black. They're dark. They're you know, they're dirty, and they're really dark. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I'm saying like you know, borderline like satanic dark. I get it. I don't get Judgment Day. That's 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 not good. Aside of real Ripley just looking amazing every night, I mm-hmm. don't get it. You don't get it. Okay. I understand yeah, that. So I'm looking forward to where, Dom- where Dominic's character goes from here. Uh, I thought the heel turn was well done in hindsight. I, do- I wasn't a fan of it at first because I'm like, why would he just cost them the match? You know, like, what what big win does ju- the judgment they have over anybody? Right. They're yeah. having the big wins. So I'm like, let them get a big and Finn Balor is from the UK. He's from Ireland. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't understand them not getting a win. If, if Dominic is going to just turn heel after the match, right? Yeah. Well, well, I think we kind of predicted this though a few episodes ago, didn't we? T. I yeah. think we said yeah. that. Yeah, the heel, he's going to turn. Heel turn his telegraphed it was coming. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think it was necessary yeah. for Dominic to take whatever the next step. You know, he. Ray was fortunate enough to be so well-liked to really not have to ever turn heel. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. But there's Ray Mysterio Jr. I want to always put that Jr. on. There's Ray Mysterio Jr. He is. It's not the same with Dominic. Not the same with Dominic. No, not the same with Dominic. So you know what? He'll he'll find his niche and he'll do... I, I think Dominic is good in the ring. People give him a hard time, but is he his dad? No, but I think he's He's really, really well-rounded. Um, I think he could probably fill out a little bit more as in get in the weight room and get a little stronger. But other than that, I, I, I like the guy. I like him in the ring. And, and to me, his look isn't terrible. But this will help him out a whole lot. Right. Well, I, I mean, Terrence, how do you feel about Dominic actually being like, like they really put him in the forefront. He's the actual leader of the Judgment Day. From here on, uh, for, for right now, you or, know, or you just want him to just turn, it, or you just want him to turn right, and do his own thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. If they if they do it right, I, I mean, I think it, it can be done. It can be believable, uh, but it's got to be done right. You know. I think he can do it though, T. I really do. Yeah. I yeah, think I, yeah, think, yeah, I, I yeah. think he can do it. Um, I like it. I like everything about it. But again, I have to tell you, they waited too long. Like they done it at the pay per view, but it should have been the reason why. Judgment Day one, that way you wouldn't be able to yeah. smash them like you're doing right now. Which every now have, I gotta ask the question: Is he a part of Judgment Day or not? Yeah, because he didn't walk out with them. Exactly. All he did, was, all he did, was turn after the match. Yeah, and it yeah. seemed like to me he turned after the match so that he could say he's not a part of Judgment Day. Probably so. so. It's just it's a lot of questions that, and you know what? Hey, those questions will make me watch Monday night. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. That's what. They, Kudos to that. You know. Yeah. Probably. I, I think where they missed that. It's judgment they should have got the win, and Dominic should have been the reason for that. And yeah. in, in, if you don't want him in judgment day, fine. He doesn't have to be, but he still could have gave them the assist. 
Um, right. Edge and Mysterio didn't need that win as much. They Their legacies are already defined, you know? Right. But as far as Judgment Day, you're still questioning what the hell are they? What are they What are they judging? What is this? What is this? You have questions. So they definitely should have gotten that win. But again, yeah. it's neither here nor there. I do think Dominic can pull it off. But this is here's where I have a bone to pick. A few things that I think WWE is emulating from AEW. As bad as AEW can be, sometimes, as bad as it has gotten at times. And I'll explain to the public in a minute on why you were right. And you really said this was going to happen, Terrence. But first, I just want to say that didn't we just see uh, Billy Gunn's two boys, the gun club, turn on their dad? Mm-hmm. Not not long ago in AEW. We knew this was going to happen with Rey Mysterio and Dominic, but they waited a little too long. It happened after AEW, so it looks like you're biting off of them because we don't know if they were going to pull the trigger on Dominic doing this or not. I think Triple H seeing what happened in AEW with Billy Gunn, and keep in mind, Billy Gunn still talks to H every now and then, I'm sure. So Part does Road Dog. Yeah, so does Road Dog Jesse James. And I think yeah. Triple H said, damn, they did do that pretty good. And now here we go with Dominic. We'll see who gets it right and who does it better. But as of right now, I like what AEW is doing with Billy Gunn. And, the, and the, now I, I think Billy Gunn is being a little bit too. He shouldn't have been so happy to immediately go back to the acclaim. He should show some type of compassion, some type of, damn, I'm hurt. My, my boys just turned on me. And I ain't really just see that, but he did have a match immediately after that. And now we're seeing it now in WWE. So that's one thing that I think they are biting off of WWE. And then you just said something about Judgment Day and you said something about the House of Black. That's my next point. Malachi, Malachi Black just came out and said that the Judgment Day is a copy of the House of Black. Do you agree or disagree with that? I can't disagree with it, and I say that mainly because of the entrance. Like to me, the entrance is is kind of a, a bite off for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Malachi Black has a lot more creative input into House of Black than because you got to keep in mind too. This what uh, Judgment Day was supposed to be Edge's baby, and then it got taken from him. I I really think it was really more so due to the injuries, and they needed Edge back as, as a baby face. Yeah. Um. But um, but they still so shouldn't have done know. it. They still shouldn't have done it. Edge should still be running it. But that's another story, though. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't know what what vision Edge had for it originally, but clearly what that vision was is not being executed. That's true. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm going to say yes, it is a bit of a bite, mm-hmm. just because of the interest alone. Yep. I got yeah. you, and not just the interest for me. Everything that they're doing or trying to do, it's them and Rhea Ripley. Didn't that happen after Julia Hart went to the House of Black? They're pretty much biting all the way on this to me. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I do know that Rhea Ripley was handpicked by Edge. Her and Damian Priest, okay. those are both two people that Edge personally wanted uh, in his stable. Okay. And uh, I just I didn't understand. They should have just kept Edge in the stable because I really wanted to see his direction for it. But I, I can't disagree with Malachi Black because clearly there's some kind of – there's some biting – as we say in the rap game, he, they somebody just bit off somebody there, and Malachi did first. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you, T. Okay. Well, speaking of biting, speaking of emulating others, <laughs> I, I just wanna I wanna give one more. We did the House of Black and Judgment Day. Now let's talk about one more. 
Triple H is having these pressers immediately after the pay-per-views now. Tony Khan has been doing that the entire time of AEW. Right. Now Triple H is doing it. This is Triple H's idea because Vince McMahon wasn't doing that shit. All right, so I just want to say that this is Triple H. And the reason why I'm bringing it up only because, because, I mean, sometimes you can do things. Like, there's been times where I've said something in a rap, and it's like, damn, he said the same thing I said. And yeah. it's all about whoever released it first. And right. there's been times where I've released mine first and be like, damn, well, I said it first. And then there's been times where, damn, he released it before I did. They're going to think I'm biting off of him. No. Right. Sometimes good minds just think alike. So I'm not That's saying true. that everything is just, oh, well, you got that from them. But we do know that these two, and regardless of what anybody thinks, it is WWE 1, AEW 2. Uh, but they are number two. And you got to give them credit for that. But yeah. that number two in AEW has been called a piss-ant company by Triple H. And so I'm bringing this up only because, ladies and gentlemen, you can't copy off of anybody that you consider a piss-ant. And that's what Triple H has done. And he's done it more than once. I just can't think of what the other one is right now. But these pay-per-views on Saturdays, that's the WWE mm-hmm. emulating AEW. Not Triple H, but the WWE. And as far as now, Triple H, this is all Triple H, talking to the presser, having these post-conference interviews and all of that with the media, immediately after their pay-per-views. This is the same yeah. thing Tony Khan has been doing for a few years now in AEW. And I just don't like it, Triple H. I like you. I like everything that you you know, that you know know about the business and your creative mind. And you just you just hit the ground running. And you're damn near doing everything right. You've been pretty much flawless. But I have to bring up the fact that you can't call somebody a pissant company and then bite off of them. That's what I think I'm seeing with what you're doing. And these Saturday night yeah. pay-per-views now, this is pretty much what AEW started doing. AEW went to Sunday because I think they didn't like the numbers that they saw from the competition of these boxing matches and these mm-hmm. UFC matches because they would they at one point we started to get some very good fights on Saturday nights, whether it was in the octagon yep. or in the ring. So I get yep. why they switched back to Sunday. But I love that Saturday night feel they were doing. But now WWE is doing it. And he purposely put out an NXT show for today to kind of interfere with AEW's All Out. So he's being petty. And that's the reason why I told you it's him and Cody Rhodes going to be able to coexist when he gets back. That's neither here nor there, but T., do you agree with me or disagree with me? Is it a debate or no debate as far as Triple H doing these pressers immediately after pay-per-views now, like Tony Khan? I think that uh, in any case, imitation, what is it, how's it going? Imitation is the highest form of flattery. Yeah. Um, like you did, you did say the AEW is the number two company, but like AEW has really fought. They've come out of nowhere. Uh, the ground they've covered in, in this little time they've covered if you're a fan of pro wrestling, you have to appreciate it. So while I do think the Triple H is, um, you know what? Let me back that up. I don't even think the Triple H thinks they're a piss and company. Oh, okay. You know, I, I think that some of that is just Triple H and not Paul Levesque. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of that is just him trying to play the, still be in the game, trying to be the tough guy. Yeah. Um, and I think that he really appreciates what those guys have done and what they're doing despite the, you know, a little bit of turmoil we might be picking up on. 
Uh, I think he still appreciates what those guys do. So I think you're right, absolutely. I just don't think that he truly believes they're a quote-unquote pissed company. Okay. I just think that this, that you know, because you got to keep in mind too now, the first shots were fired by Cody and that, and, and slamming the, the, the sledgehammer on the throne. That's true. Uh, so, you know, of course he's going to come back at those guys. But I, I do think he appreciates what they do, and that's evident by some of the things that you mentioned. Uh, the pressers, the Saturday shows. The Saturday shows to me were the biggest thing because, like, as long as I've been watching WWE, I don't really remember a lot of Saturday. We grew up calling them pay-per-views because we had to literally pay to view them. Uh, now they're called premium live events because you just buy the streaming service. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do think there's a lot of flattery there. And I, and I think that from a, that Paul Levesque, the executive, appreciates what, they, uh, what they've done. And that's why you see some of the things that you've seen so far. I can't argue with you about that, T, because if, if for one, if you're right, which I kind of agree, I think you are, then that makes it less of a contradiction, which is what I was trying to make it. So good counter there. And two, I would say that the reason why this is probably almost facts and what you're saying is because there were rumors. I don't know if you remember this or if you heard this or not, T, but there were rumors that during the time that Triple H was kind of like eating a bowl of shit again from Vince McMahon being demoted and NXT being taken from up from oh, taken away from him and all of that. There were rumors that he was seriously thinking about going to AEW. If yeah, I did hear those. You heard that? Yeah. Yeah. Man, picture Triple H in his creative mind in AEW right now. You think that ain't nothing? That's not something that Tony Khan could use. Even though he refuses to, he could use it. For, he 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 could use it, and he needs it from somebody. He does. He needs it bad from somebody. But Triple H would have been a good one to go to. That was where the rumors when like it seemed like he was like man on punishment, grounded. Go to your room. Well, that's why I say whatever happened between him and Vince, it was personal. It had to be. It had and to. I, be. I I'm I don't want to be this person. Like you know, I don't really. I joke about conspiracies, but I don't really. You know, I don't really do them a lot mm-hmm. but man the more this goes on i'm thinking that like somebody he had to have has had a hand in like you know tipping that story to the new york times about vincent his his underhand monday because like he did he has gone out of his i don't say out of his way but as hard as they came at him and did away with everything that he established mm-hmm. he is like immediately come in and like reestablished all of that yes yes i'm telling you I'm telling you, whether right or wrong, if you look at this and how it went down and how he hit the ground running, changing everything that Vince was doing, man, look, Triple H was the snitch. And if he wasn't him, he sent somebody to do it for him. And this just it. If the daughter didn't do it herself, because I'm sure she loves her father, but she still just knows, father, you are just way out of your league right now. You know, or as you would, as you've been saying the entire time, Terrence, um, what was it? What was the exact words that you've been saying about Vince? As good as he's been in his career, he was just what too far past his time, or he was oh, just yeah, out of touch. Way past his time. Way man. out of touch. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that yeah, they definitely dropped the dime on him. Lombardi won't be able to coach in 2022. There you go. There you go. Good analogy. Great analogy. Okay, so. I just wanted to just point those things out as far as Triple H goes and AEW. But, yeah, that was a great counter, T. 
I'm thinking that he doesn't really consider AEW a pinhead company. No, and he can't. That was can't. just it, yeah. Yeah, as long as he's been in pro wrestling, and and then you got to keep in mind too, a lot of those guys that are over there are his guys. Now yeah. a lot of those guys weren't over there when they first started. When he, you know, when that comment came out. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, he's he's competitive. He's competitive. And he's going to compete, and you know. And I like that. I like that now. They're number one, and they can they can they can do whatever they want to. You know, AEW unfortunately still has to adjust to them. This what has to make this what I hope, and it has to make AEW better if they're going to, you know, keep going, keep it moving because yeah, Triple H is definitely very competitive. I love his competitive nature. If people don't remember this or not, 99, when this ninety seven, ninety eight. 99, when this war, this Monday Night War was going on, Triple H had a lot to do with yeah. the DX tanks going right outside the building that WCW was recording in and doing the production and all that on the live shows. It was him. These were his ideas. This is him saying, man, screw that. Let's go. Let's go at him. Let's go. Yeah. Go get him. This was more him than Shawn Michaels, than anybody else. In that locker room, Stone Cold, he definitely had a lot of input in the Attitude Era, in the WWE versus Monday versus uh, WCW Monday Night Wars. But I'm well, telling some you, even, even even credit him with the Montreal Screwdrop. They credit who? Triple H. Yeah. Wow. You yeah, see what I mean? People, a lot of a lot of people's stories go to say is that Triple H said, and I quote, "If he doesn't want to do business, let's do business for him." Hey, man, you see what I mean? So this just proves more and more that Vince was just out of touch and he was just being too stubborn. Like, man, give it to this guy. He's ready. You know, just relax. Go on an island. Go on your own island. Relax. You know, take a load off. And that's all he had to do. But anybody that knows Vince has said many a times, and Vince Russo has said, and I can't really, he's probably telling the truth, where he just doesn't believe that Vince is still not running anything. Uh, He still thinks that that's a work. And this is because of what's going on in the legal case cases. But and it made a lot of sense. He just knows Vince too well to think that Vince is gonna ever take the back. Well, I think the problem is that people that know Vince, they've been close to him, they they can't they can't see him not working because of how hard and how much he works. But man, let me tell you seven. I never saw Penn State without Joe Paterno until I saw it. That's right. Yep. Well taken, man. Hey, man. Well, well said, and yeah, I got you. I got you on that. Okay, so uh, what else do we have from Clash of the Champions? Uh, I think I don't want to say the best match of the night, but I think the best matchup of the night would have been. Um, I know what the best match of the night was, but the best matchup of the night, just the two two styles. Is you know, it's it's the immovable force versus the. Um, it was, was irresistible force versus the, versus the immovable object. That was that would have been Seamus versus uh, Gunther. Uh, yeah, I just like I like saying that guy's name. And the funniest part of the match to me would have been the crowd um, shitting Walter. You know, and Michael Cole was like, "Oh, the crowd! They're acknowledging Gunther's past." <laughs> <laughs> Michael Cole has been unleashed, and I love it. But uh, but yeah, that was one of the hardest hitting matches, man. Seamus's chest after that match was just just bloodshot red and purple. Uh, Gunther took a beating too, and I know those guys are, are both feeling it today. Yes, sir. It was just a hard hitting match. Gunther, of course, came out with a victory. He hit him with a Bradshaw like lariat. That I mean, there were no, there were not a lot of suplexes. There were not a lot of body slams. It was just about a match, eighty percent full of just beat down. 
Um, and hey, you know what? You gotta love that sometimes. Yep. Yep. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, and and I look forward to seeing more matches between those two guys. It looks like Sheamus has inadvertently become babyface uh, because Gunther is so so much so unliked. You know, even I like the guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing more matches between those two. And apparently Sheamus only needs the Intercontinental title to become the, I think, the ultimate Grand Slam winner is what they're calling it. Because like, he's got, he's held every single title and he would have like a Royal Rumble, King of the Ring and something else. So he he would be the only person, I think, in WWE history to win everything. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking forward to it. At some point, I know he'll get that. He should. He, he could have gotten it last night, but I'm I'm glad that they're gonna you know kind of drag this thing out. Um, I think the best match of the night was definitely Seth, uh, Rollins, Seth Rollins and Riddle, and 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 he's Matt Riddle again. Okay, they got their first names back. Okay, okay. <laughs> Which you know what? I had a tweet in my head. I'm thinking to myself, why do these guys not have first names? And I think to myself, like, I was gonna tweet this at WWE, like, why? Just imagine if we only call Shawn Michaels Michaels. Heartbreak kid Michaels. Michaels a heartbreak. None of that sounds right. His man's name is Shawn Michaels. Same with Austin Theory. I hate calling him just Theory. Yeah. It's Austin Theory. And now they're calling him all day. So, hey, all day Austin Theory. Austin all day Theory. But, like, just all day Theory, like, that just sounds stupid to me. So it, they have their first names back, and I'm and I'm and I'm happy about that. Uh, but the Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle match, man, was definitely the best of the night. Uh, I don't know what Meltzer is going to rate it. I don't really care, but it, I just think it's interesting sometimes <laughs> to see his his quote unquote rating system. Right. Uh, but no, those guys had a had a heck of a match. I'm not the biggest Matt Riddle fan because I just think he's just a very very person. I think he's a very arrogant person. Uh, Seth Rollins cut a nice interview of him uh prior to the match that was it's coming off as kayfabe but i think it was more shoot than than anything else and yeah man i'm not a big fan of matt riddle but uh one heck of a performer and they put on a great match Seth Rollins had to hit him with a with a super stump to uh to finish him off after after the second rope for stump and uh it was great it was real good very very well done okay i heard some things about matt riddle over the over the past week or so, uh, not that it's, it it doesn't matter. There's no right. big deal in Florida. I can't even say the G word, so I'm not even going to say it on the show here. But I've heard some things about Riddle, and um, I don't know. I like I don't know if he's being punished in the locker room for coming out saying some of the things he said, or it's going to happen, or or did, did he make did he make like homophobic comments or something? No, they weren't homophobic. They were homosexual. Ah, I, I got you. Yeah. So I'm not again, I'm not tripping. I'm just saying and I don't think the WWE is tripping. It's just that when it comes to character, when it comes to, you know, you're not breaking that character and everything, there could be some punishment sometimes if you break kayfabe and it just seemed like he said some things that probably shouldn't have been said. I don't know exactly mm-hmm. who he was talking about, but there's a report that he says something when somebody got signed or came back that it was something about just uh just another cute face with a big cock oh, or something like that. Like, oh, what the oh, hell? No. Yeah, you hadn't heard that? No, man. The only thing I heard about Riddle said was... said it came um, from Riddle. Riddle there said was some, There was some text messages that he sent one young lady that she screenshot and, and exploited. Apparently, Riddle is 
Apparently, Riddle is a freak. <laughs> just well, to, just to put it out there as simple as possible. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, that sounds He about tweeted right. some things to her about trying to, re- not tweet, but text message, trying to record. It's, it's a mess. It's a lot of mess. But that's all I heard about Riddle this week, outside of, you know, of course, his uh, divorce. Well, maybe he wasn't being homosexual when he said it, but it definitely wasn't homophobic. I don't know how you would even know to say that about whoever he was talking about. But maybe he's a little green that somebody's getting a push that doesn't deserve it, and he was just throwing a shot at them. It could have just been some shade, but for you to know that. Yeah, I I didn't like how he treated Goldberg. Um, Man, the hell with Goldberg. Goldberg is at home, man. Uh, He's chilling. I I, I I don't think he's on the contract anymore. Uh-huh. What did he do to Goldberg? Oh, he um he had a lot of bad things to say about Goldberg and this is when Riddle yeah. was still in NXT. So do I. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was still in he was still in NXT at this time and Goldberg okay. was, you know, kind of making his his come he was Goldberg was that was either right before he came back. I think it was right before he came back, you know, to have a series of matches with Brock. And uh Riddle had some bad things to say about him. Basically just just dis- being disrespectful unnecessarily. It's like Seth said, a lot of those things he said were just unwarranted. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're in, if you are in a storyline with somebody, and you have things to say about them, then that's cool, you know. But like just randomly just going off on people because you don't like them, like come on, man, Goldberg Goldberg paid his dues, right? Goldberg, well, Goldberg, put, Goldberg put a lot of work in. Well, look, what did he say? Real quickly, quickly. I know we got to get into AEW. I don't remember exactly, but it was something along the lines of how Goldberg can't work or something like that. He can't. Uh, don't quote. Don't don't quote me on that. But it's, you know what? That's cool for us to say. But okay. like, that's one of your peers. Right. It would be the same thing if I was still in news and I got caught talking trash about you know a photog at a different company. Yeah. That that had been there before me and had somewhat paved the way for me. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. It's not necessary. Hey, that that man, he can't shoot. His shots look terrible. What do I look like saying that? Right. Well, yeah, I, I will say this, and I understand where you're coming from. It seems like you're the now, type. I don't know, that, and I don't know if he said that exactly, but I'm just, you know, I can't yeah. remember. I don't recall the exact quotes, but Goldberg did approach him about it, uh, and I think they kind of squashed it, but it was an issue for a while. They had some tweets going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I they, have, have, they have a series of tweets going back and forth. Well, I, I have just begun to like Riddle a, lot, a little bit more then because I, <laughs> I, I hate Goldberg. I always have hated Goldberg. I've always, I mean, well, I don't mean to use the word hate. He seems like he's a pretty decent guy. Yeah, it's just that It's just that he's the most overrated wrestler I've ever seen in my life, and I've never been fond of his wrestling. He doesn't know how to wrestle, and if anybody doesn't believe it, go back to that 97-98 match with William Regal where he schools his ass, and he got fined. I think he even got fired for it by WCW, but he just was sick of the crap, and he knew what was up, and he knew Goldberg wasn't half good. It was just a big body, a nice physique. They like what they see. Let's push him. Let's push him. All he has to do is just come out with the security guards and the police, and he just gets to hollering and rawr, and he lets the smoke and the, the power roll just, just pop all over his body, and he's glistening. Get a good presentation. He had a great presentation, but after that entrance is over, I was done. Like, okay, bathroom break, or I can go make me a sandwich. This He was terrible in the ring. He had no skills in the ring. He had a spear and a jackhammer, and that was that. He was terrible. He was overrated. So whatever Riddle said, he probably was telling the truth. But I will give you this, Terrence. I do 
you do you're supposed to respect your elders, but the elders have to be worthy of that respect. And again, look, I'm not trying to take riddles. I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying, just take his side. I'm just saying that this is what you expect from the younger from the younger crowd, though, T. I've heard Kodak Black come out and say that he tried to listen to Biggie for two minutes and he was he almost threw up in his mouth. He thought it was garbage. And, 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 fan, and, that's just too much. And, and Biggie is one of the greats, in our right. opinions. So, hey, that's what these young guys, hey, if they don't like it, if they feel like this is the shit y'all listened to back in the day, yeah, that's what we listen to. Man, this is garbage. Yeah, that, that's what they think. This is their time. We let them have it. But, you know, like, if he had said that about Bret Hart, if he had said that about Shawn Michaels or somebody, Triple H The Rock, some people that put in the work and were good at what they did, I, I would be tripping too. But Goldberg yeah. was terrible. He was terrible. After the after the entrance was over, that was it for me. He had one of the best entrances, but after that, I'm done. Me and my brother used to argue all the time. Like, man, what do you see in this clown? And he's like, man, Goldberg, man, this dude, you don't see what he do. I, I see all of that, but when he gets in the ring, what you got? And hey, I'm sorry, man, I never was a fan, and mm. and I understand why WWE fans complain when they keep bringing his ass back. Is he in great shape to be his age? And I think it's fifty or something like that. Yes. Yeah, he's like fifty-five, I think. And, I, and I'm sure. And I, yes, and I'm sure he kicked my ass still at fifty. I'm oh, just. Yeah. I'm just saying that I'm not a fan of his work. Never have, never will be. Moxley right now could probably kick my ass. I'm sure, but I don't like him either. He's terrible at what he does. He's terrible, terrible. I'm sorry. He's not a wrestler. I'm sick of him and his. 50 elbows per match and some blood. Like, what else you got, partner? Damn, bro. The only thing he did right was marry the chick he married. That's right. it. He ain't done nothing else. And they talking about they may get back together if he goes back to WWE and the, the Shield may reunite. Man, who cares? Because even when the Shield was going on, everybody, damn near, if they know wrestling, said Seth Rollins is the best wrestler out of these three. Everybody knew that then. So yeah, that wasn't even. That's not even close. It's not. It's but not yet, close. At but all. yet, still, Moxley is the one who gets all the praise in AEW. He's the one who has AEW on his back. He's a two-time champion. And then Roman Reigns, we know what he's been doing in WWE, and I'm not hating on that because I, 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 you know, I fuck with Roman to a certain extent, but he's not good in the ring either. After the after the five minute entrance and all the pyro, which I love, <laughs> I do love it. But when that's done, that's it. I can go to the bathroom, you know. Let me go ahead and drain this thing right quick, and and I'll get back up there when it's when it's you know when it's almost over. Hopefully, I'm gonna make me a sandwich, you know. I gotta taste with some PB and J. I mean, like, no, the matches aren't that good. And him and Brock Lesnar, oh, you talk about eye bleeding. It's terrible. I'm sorry, just terrible. And that's the one thing that people forget about. They give us presentation, and sometimes they think that that's all it's needed. No, you got to put together a good match. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is the reason, this is what makes John Cena a little better than the credit I used to give him back in the day. Cena put together better matches than those guys are doing. And he was bad, too. We used to say he had yeah, four, Cena, four Cena only had like three moves, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he gave everything he had in the ring. He was still better than those guys. He was. He did. He gave yeah. everything he had in the ring. Maybe he maybe he made the opponent look better, too. I don't know. But thank God for him and Edge in those matches. Thank God for him and uh, Orton and him and Batista and, and him and Punk. 
because there was good matches that I don't know if Goldberg and Reigns and Moxley and those guys could give you because they're mm-hmm. just so bad in the ring, in the squared circle. They are bad. I'm sorry. Call me a hater. Call me whatever. But look, man, they're just not that good. But again, I love what they're doing with those guys. I understand it. And I've never talked about that or put. I was the first one that said, okay, you want to make Moxley your champion? I'm, I'm okay with it. I know it's time. Just as long as AEW does good. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the one for the team. I've always said that. But yeah. don't overdo it, TK, because Moxley ain't that dude. He's not. I'm sorry. And Roman Reigns, I've blessed him. I, I've praised him. I remember meeting him and the Usos in the gym uh, seven years ago, and I talked yeah. and I talked to uh, I talked to Roman. The Usos wouldn't say anything; <laughs> they didn't want to be bothered at all. But Roman mm-hmm. Roman did talk for a minute, and I I got it, and I got out of there. I was like, let me leave these guys alone. My son's not here with me today, which I wish he was, so I can't get a picture, and I'm not even gonna try to. It's done. I'm I'm good. They were in town for a pay per view in Memphis, and. Um, Roman was cool. It just was funny that I saw all three of those guys, and it was like, wow, these guys aren't really nobody right now. And here we are today. They're the shit. You know, they are WWE. So I just, man, shout out to them. And Sheamus, another cool dude that I think they've been shitting on for years. That guy walked up to me in the gym and said, you're never going to get it like that, fella. And I was doing something. (laughs) I was doing something with my traps, and he just showed me a different way to do it in – in LA Fitness one day, and and, and, and that's his passion also. Seamus is, is a workout warrior. Oh, I saw that hands yeah. down. I saw that with yeah, my man, own he's eyes. Tough. Yeah, him and Titus O'Neil had a great workout together, and Jarvis Jeffries, your boy, had a workout with him. I don't know if I right. ever told that or not, but I worked out with those two. It doesn't. It doesn't. And they should do better with Seamus, man. I mean, like I don't know how much time he's got left, but he still looks great, and he should have been a champion way more than what they've gave him. You know, like, forget the intercontinental stuff. You know, when Edge and Punk and all those guys went away, he should have been running things for a while. Just my he opinion. Very, he very well could have, with better positioning, I think, and better, mm, better just planning around him, I think he definitely could have been a top heel. I think he could have too, man. I mean, look, yeah. there's three guys that I think WWE really got wrong, and that is Sheamus, who could have been a top heel, like you said, and should have had a few more championship reigns. Dolph Ziegler, who should have been heel and babyface. He could have did them both, mm-hmm. and he was a yeah. good talent. They screwed him over. And The Miz. The Miz should not be doing what The Miz is doing. I know he's entertainment. Even more reason why he should be a champion more. Stop playing with him. What he did at WrestleMania 27, he should have done more times than not. He's a star. You know it, um, but you're just playing. My, my name at the top of that list is always Shelton Benjamin. Shelton With the look and the athleticism that that guy had, that is true. There's no reason why he should not have been a champion. We know the reason why he wasn't. That is true. I forgot about Shelton. I did. I'm sorry. I forgot about him. You're right, T. Him as well. Him as well. Him. And and since they were in the UK, I got to throw out the name of British Bulldog. He very well could have been a good heel champion. Hmm. Hmm. That's a or debate. Or a good babyface champion. That's a debate for another time. Um. But yeah, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. But ah, uh, nah, not me, not for me. But I, I hear you. So that's a good debate there. We gotta start giving the audience more debates in wrestling. We don't do that enough. Uh, we have a lot of the same minds, but that's a debate there. 
that is. But I, I, I agree with you with Shelton Benjamin. I would even go further and say MVP should have gotten more at his at his, in, the, in the prime of his career. Um, you can't say he's the highest paid player uh, on SmackDown and, and not give him more than the United States championship. I understand Chris Benoit, Matt Hardy, those rivals. I liked it. But no. Oh, speaking, of, speaking of Chris Benoit, and I, I know we don't really – it's not my thing either, but uh, unfortunately the, the cameras caught a guy in the, in the stands wearing a shirt that said, uh, I'm a better dad than Chris Benoit. And the camera got right up on him, and they didn't even see it. And by the time they turned, the guy turned around, there was like a whole second there where people at home had had time to see it, and they kind of cut away from it. Hey, wrestling fans, come on, y'all, we could be better than this. Mm-hmm. We ain't got we ain't got to do that. Yeah, like come on, guys, this is yeah. not it's not necessary. Um, let that let that man's family have some peace, please. That could have been hey, that could have been his uh, one of his. Wife's family members first time watching wrestling in years. Yeah. And they look up and they see that crap. It's yep. not necessary. Yeah. I agree with that, T. Look here, man. My daughter was born a few days after. Or maybe a week after. No, I think it was just a few days after Chris Benoit done that heinous <clears throat> that heinous act that that, that happened yep. on that on that time. But um look, man, look, I ain't worried about getting canceled when it comes to this, man. This is our show, T. And yeah. we we look, we try to be as 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 uh you know sensitive as we can. You know we, we try not to be too insensitive. We try to be as honest at the same time. Though, but look, man, we can say what we want when we want on this show. This is our show. We can do that. We have the right to that. Chris Benoit, when you get done, was a f- he was a phenomenal talent. He was, he was very good. Let's not take anything away from him. And let's understand that if what he did and how that happened, we understood why that happened. The same reason why Antonio Brown is taking his shirt off, leaving the football field during a live national football game. It's CTE at its finest. This was not Chris Benoit, I don't think, in his right mind. The, the the studies, the, the the autopsy, all the work and the studies on his brain showed that it was nothing but a shriveled his up brain shrimp. Was scrambled. It was very scrambled. So that's not the real Chris Benoit. So let's yeah, let's 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 put that to bed. Let's stop tripping. Again, this happened right after my my daughter was born a week a week or less after that. And my daughter's fifteen years old. So this is over fifteen years old. Let's stop tripping. Let's stop tripping. So I'm with T on that. And, and for that person that um, that had the sign up uh, in was, WWE, on, on a shirt, on a shirt. No, 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 no. I mean another another incident that happened where okay. somebody had this sign up and Triple H immediately got somebody got security out there and snatched it from them and ripped yeah. it up. I'm sure you know about it. They said they wanted Naomi back, not Sasha Botch. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes they, I they, did see that. They, 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 they were clowning Sasha Banks. I don't know what's going on with Sasha Banks, to be honest with you. People are saying that she's on her way back. I'm not sure about that. Triple H just talked to somebody in an interview, and the way he kind of explained it, it doesn't sound like she's on her way back unless he's really giving us a good work. Um, he's, he's giving us a work, I'm sure. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll see. That's, that's, my, that's my guess. I, I think they've already reached an agreement, and it's just a matter of time. Okay. That's what I had heard, but after listening to him, I'm like, hmm, is she back or not? Okay, but anyway, right. maybe that's the reason why he had that 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 sign pulled in because somebody had something up saying we want Naomi back, but not Sasha Botch. 
And so they were just basically saying that they think that she botches a lot of things up. She's not as good. She's overrated. I don't know what all they're saying, but Triple H or somebody got an eye on that. And they had security snatch that <laughs> that that uh, that uh, poster from them immediately. Immediately. And um, yeah, just, so. There's no point in being that way. That's what I'm saying. That's That was my whole point. Let's stop it, guys. Look, fans, we're better than this. All right. Let's not be those fans that I talk about all the time on a great debate show. When I talk about how I think sometimes there are games that are rigged or all the time for that matter. And we take it too serious. And some people really don't have a life. It's my team wins or loses. And it's the end of everything for me. It's not the end all be all. All right. This is all entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, uh, that Benoit stuff, that wasn't called for. The Sasha Sasha Bach botch uh poster that wasn't called for sasha banks puts her life on the line every time she gets in that damn ring all right botch or no botch this is some serious stuff and this is the reason why we consider wrestling a sport as well because it is damn it and so we need to chill out on some of that in my opinion um god bless the benoit family anybody that's around friends or family I ain't tripping on that anymore. It's sad and it was that's that's that was terrible. But yep. again, that wasn't the real Chris Benoit. That wasn't his mind. That was what he was that his his brain was fried. Pretty much, yeah. It was that after school special commercial that we used to see all the time back in the day. That was mm-hmm. his that was his brain on drugs, on juice, on you know, C T E and everything else. That's what that was. So let's leave that alone. And we try so yep. hard not to mention his name because of those Haitian acts that happened. But, like, damn, we're just going to, like, really not acknowledge the career that he had and how good he was and how serious and how passionate he really was about, you know, what he done for a living. He really was. Um, but, again, we're going to have some special shows on Benoit and Eddie Guerrero at some point here. We need to do that, T. Just, uh, just, just something that I just thought of myself. But, T. <clears throat> T- Terrence, what else you got for Clash at the Castle, man? Uh, we- um, the the final match that we haven't talked about was probably, and it's not really saying a whole lot, but was probably the worst match on the card. Um, it was the um, the trios match, which they don't call them a trio; they call them a what triple tag team, I think, three women tag team or something. But okay, uh, with Bianca Belair and her team of Alexa Bliss and Oscar versus Bailey and her team of, I want to make sure I say this right. Dakota Kai and and uh, Eel Sky, I think is what it is. Uh huh. Yeah, that's how they opened the uh, show up, right? That's how they opened the show. It wasn't a bad match. It, I, it was just to establish Bailey being the next contender of a Bianca Belair's title. Bailey yeah. gets the pin over Bianca Belair, which is WWE. You don't really see their champions get pinned a whole lot these days. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but Bianca Belair got pinned here by Bailey, middle of the ring. Um, they went over clean. It was not a, it was not any like you know cheating or anything like that. Um, they they just worked better as a team than Bianca Belair and her team did, and and Bailey got the win over Bianca Belair. And we'll we'll see what's next. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be there's gonna be something that extreme rules with those two. Uh, I think that's gonna be one heck of a match between Bailey and Bianca Belair. Definitely looking forward to it. Uh, I don't know who's gonna go over in that. Bailey might win. She's she's just coming back. Bianca has has a, has a title for you know quite a few months now, um, so you know who knows. But I'm looking forward to that just because one I don't really know the outcome, and two I just think those two would have a 
a great match together. Right. Okay. All right. Um, so we went over the, the Mysterios, what happened with Dominic and his father, Ray Jr., Edge getting, you know, a good kick in the grapefruits, and um, Bailey, Bianca, that is a rivalry that's beginning. We knew it was coming when she came back. And then and um, we've already talked about Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, how they ended the night at Clash at the Castle. So overall, T, if you're done, how do you grade? Clash are, we, are we grading it? Uh, what we're grading? How, how? What's the grading scale? Oh, well, I mean, A. <laughs> you, you, okay. A okay. plus. All right. A plus. I will give it a B plus. Okay. All right. Yeah, I give I give it a B plus. Really, really, really good show. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Drew and Roman. I really enjoyed Seth and um, I really enjoyed Seth and Matt Riddle. I enjoyed everybody's match, really. I didn't really care for the three-person tag team match. I felt like uh, those ladies should have won the tag titles to make it more, just a little more important, I guess. So I think that match just kind of makes me drop it down to a B plus. But other than that, man, it was a really good show to me. I really enjoyed it. That kind of sounds like another bite from AEW, too, with that six-woman tag team match or whatever they call it. In, in, the, in the WWE because it wasn't necessary, really, uh, unless they were just trying to come up with a way to where Bianca Belair didn't have to, you know, defend her title. As yeah, well, I yet. think it's more of to establish Bailey's group. You know, okay. she's got herself and, and I want to make sure I say this right once again, Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Mm-hmm. I guess I can tell myself they rhyme and make it easy. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they, they've got to establish that group of, of young ladies. So I think it was more so for that than uh, and to get Bailey into the title picture, but I mean to me I just I didn't care for the match honestly. Right, right. Me either. I'm gonna give it a B plus as well, and the reason why it gets a plus because I wanted to give it a B minus. Uh, mm-hmm. But the only I reason, couldn't give it a B minus though. Right. But I'm gonna give it a B plus because man, they should have did it all the way, but I guess since they knew Drew McIntyre wasn't gonna win, they just cut it out. Drew McIntyre had been hearing the rumors that he's going to win the title and he's going to come out to his old entrance music. He kind Mm. of did leading up until him coming out. Then they went back to his present theme entrance. But you heard it. It was the old old music from when I was a fan of Drew McIntyre. Like, hey, man, this skinny little punk is going to be good one day. And Mm -hmm. Vince McMahon was vouching that back then. You know, he was kind of doing – he was kind of treating McIntyre – the same way he was treating Theory. You know, if anybody remembers that from 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. When he broke yep. into the WWE. So I like that. And it and it put a good touch on it. Like, oh, wow. Drew McIntyre is coming out to his old music. And Roman Reigns is coming out by his damn self. This may be the end for Reigns. So that was great by Triple H to get everybody, you know, have everybody reeling. Or the people that mm-hmm. wants Roman Reigns to lose. He, he built them all the way up. Just to let him down because Roman Reigns is still the undisputed champion, and I love still. it. Yeah, still, yeah, uh, still, seven hundred and thirty-five days and counting, and uh, it will be. Looks a, like he'll make it to eight hundred. It looks like he will. It looks like he will, especially thanks to Cody Rhodes' injury. And I'm not saying that as a good thing. I'm just saying that this is how he's going to hit eight hundred days because I'm not letting anybody take the title off of Roman, other than Cody. 
That's it. Unless unless Randy Orton can come back and he's better than ever. And still, no, I'm not doing that because Randy's he's he's had his he's had his moment in the sun. You know, like and if he gets it again, fine, but no, it can't be old school versus new school. You can't let that happen. It 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 has to be just like Sheamus and Gunther or Gunther, however way you say that. They didn't let Sheamus win that. You know, so and this is how you have to put that young guy over. So no, Cody would have to still get the best of that. Now I would love to see Cody and Randy Orton go at it when he's back, if he comes back, because that's just that old, hey man, you know, I, that's who brought him in under his wing when when Randy Orton was in his prime. You know, you had Cody Rhodes and you had mm-hmm. uh, uh, DiBiase Jr. You know, uh, what were they called again? I'm sorry, Tim. Um. Man, I don't forgot. I forgot. Legacy. I forgot. legacy. The, the legacy. Yeah, legacy. You can you can renew that, but until then, no. It has to be Cody that takes that belt off of off of Roman, and that just depends on when Cody's coming back. They're not trying to let him come back too quick. There's been rumors that the doctors won't even tell him when he'll be cleared because they don't want him to try to top that date, and they say Cody is good for doing that. If you tell him you will be back in January, he's going to try to have his ass there for Survivor Series, not the Rumble. So that's the reason why they didn't do it. So we'll see. But uh, I'm done with WWE. T. What about you? Is that it? Or yeah, I think that's it for me. Just looking forward to the week to see how these stories uh, progress. Okay, and that's what it's all about. That's good writing. When you when you have somebody wanting to see what's next, you've done your job. That's right. That's right. You're doing your job. So what's next for Roman Reigns? We will find out Monday or Friday night. On Raw SmackDown. All right, so AEW's got a pay-per-view tonight, and this is kind of their WrestleMania in in their in their promotion. All out. Some people say it's double or nothing, but I think it's all out. I think that's the big one. And it could have been done better. It could have been done a lot better. But so many injuries that Tony Khan had to deal with in WWE. I mean in AEW, my God. It it is he had to actually as much as we've been complaining about him, we have to understand that he had to make a lot of adjustments because things didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, we've got All Out tonight. It's Sunday, September 4th, the Great Debate Show. All Out is tonight. We're going to quickly predict what's going to happen throughout the night in this show. But I just want to read something real quick that Eric Bischoff said about AEW. And um, we haven't talked about Eric Bischoff in a while now. But he said, right. he said if I was Tony – Right now, especially with the resources he has, I would find a way to bring somebody in. (laughs) Surely he's not talking about himself, T. (laughs) But he said, I would find a way to bring somebody in, a former head WWE writer, and he did bring up a name, Brian Jewerts, Jewerts or whatever, a Brian Jewerts type, somebody that really understands the structure and importance of a great story and can bring out the best of talent with a great story and bring out the most emotion from the audience with a great story. Tony, that's what he needs. Uh, That's what Tony needs. This is Eric Bischoff saying this about um, some talent or somebody in the background that needs to help Tony Khan out with this writing and his booking because, let's be honest, it's been better. And we wondered when Cody left. Was it all Cody? Was it more Cody or was it Tony? But, again, I'm not trying to be too hard on Tony because he did suffer a lot of injuries. But um, we got to see what he can do when people like Adam Cole is out. Um, You know, he's off. He's on the bench. Daniel Bryanson, 
at one point. Brian Danielson, I'm sorry, was on the bench. Uh, several people. CM Punk was on the bench. He really started to kind of like, ugh. It just looked like he was losing control. What do you do? What do you do? Some things he did good at. Some people got good TV time. Even Swerve in our glory became tag team champions, I think, because of some of the things that has happened with Jeff Hardy and all of that. But nonetheless, yeah. those were good. But there's been some bad, too. MJF, work, shoot, both. What else? What the hell's going on? Where is he at? So this is just Bischoff just saying this is what he should do. Now, he did revamp the team. He promoted some people. We'll see if it helps or not. I think QT Marshall has something to do with it as well in the background. Dustin Rhodes, he's a coach. I think Arn is still there. Anderson, that is. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Big Show. What is he doing? Billy, Billy, Billy Gunn is also a coach, but, of course, he's on he's on camera a lot now. He's on camera more, though, yeah. And and I don't have a problem with him being on camera, though. No, I, I enjoy it, actually. I do, too. But Mark Henry, I think, is a coach as well. He's not yeah. on camera as much. Just the same right. old, you know, Friday Night Rampage. And I uh -huh. like that gimmick. I like it. It's, it's time. Oh, it's funny. For it's the main funny. event. He made yeah. it work. The first time I heard it, it was cringy, uh, but he made it work. He made it work. And, and, and um, I think Orange Cassidy <laughs> – he made it even funny. He started making it funny the past few weeks here where it's been like, he'll start saying it, and then Mark is like, wait a minute, no, Orange, that's my line. Have you, have you, have you caught that? They've done that a few times where Cassidy's trying to that's, steal his part. That's part. hilarious. Orange Cassidy is always funny to me. He is. He is. I think Dan Housen might have tried it too before. So I like what they're doing. I'm just saying that there's a lot of issues we still have with AEW. And tonight's card can explain some of that. They didn't do everything right. But they got some of the stuff half right. So I asked you this before we get into the car, T. Are you a casual fan that's going to try to watch All Out tonight? Or are you one of those diehards that no way, there's no way you're going to miss it anyway? Which, where do you stand in All Out tonight? You watch Clash of the Champions. Are you watching All Out? Are you even going to try to get to where you need to get to to purchase or watch all out. <laughs> well, see, I think that's the problem. Fortunately, uh, I very much, well, it's 50 bucks. I don't know. I might. Uh, but fortunately, I do have uh, Peacock, right? So I can just like, click a button and watch. Yeah. Um, you know, watch a WWE premium live event. That's Having to pay 50 bucks every time they have a show, which I'm grateful that they don't have many many big shows, you know, because it's only, it's only quarterly. Steep. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah, man. It's just going to depend because, like, for me, I, I'm just you know speaking personally. Fifty dollars is a good bit to come off. If this is on TV in front of me, absolutely I'd watch it. If it was if it was very accessible, absolutely I would. Uh, but having to you know spend that fifty bucks, it's just as a as a as a regular person, a fan. I don't know how that affects everybody else, mm -hmm. but for me. Uh, $50 is a, is a bit to come off of. I, If you're asking me, am I interested in this show? Absolutely. Um, even and I, and I didn't think I would be as interested in the CM Punk uh, Dutch, Moxley, uh, Moxley uh, rematch, but they made me interested. Uh, you know, CM Punk, uh, his, his promo from, from Dynamite, it, it it wasn't even his promo. Was what's, it, what's the guy's name? Was uh, Steel? Uh, Man, I can't think of that name for nothing. I knew it was going. I just know up. his last name was Steel. Uh, Bryce Steel or something like that. But anyway, a good friend the, of CM Punk though in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the work they did together on that promo, it, you know, it 
it, it gained my interest. That got you back in it? Okay. okay. It, gained, it gained my interest. I don't, you know, just looking at the rest of the card, I'm not, I won't lie, I'm not overly sold on it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but just, just the main event, they kind of, you know, they kind of got me on that. Right. Okay. Uh, I like the answer. An honest answer, I can believe. And uh, I got you. Me, personally, I get what you're saying. They did their best, in my opinion, to make that match worthy of a rematch. But, T, you was right. They did exactly what you said. It would be a rematch still of Mm -hmm. Punk and Moxley. And I hate it. I fucking hate it. The the wrestling show is where we're going to kind of just let it all hang out. I'm sorry. I fucking hate it. It shouldn't have fucking happened. Okay? I know I'm dropping some F-bombs here, but, hey, one of Discovery, they don't own a great debate show, so they can't tell us what they're saying, what not to say, even though they've been telling the AEW kind of like, hey, tone it down a little bit with these with these F-bombs. But, again, yeah. they're okay with the cursing. They just don't want too much cursing. I get it, loud and clear. I'm just saying that, T, when they showed me Moxley and Punk a week before, two weeks before All Out, I'm thinking – Something else bigger and better is in place. And it wasn't. It fucking wasn't. You're giving me the same shit. I don't want to see that shit again tonight. I'm sorry. I don't. Because I know better. I know better. It's not going to be entertaining. It's not going to be good. As much as Moxley can talk shit on a mic. And losing to Chicago. Of course he's not losing to Chicago. Same reason why Moxley didn't lose in Cincinnati. I mean, in Cleveland, but he was not that far from Cincinnati. Right. And that's and that's and, that's, and, and, that's, and, that's, and that's what that was. Yeah, and that's still backwards. I, I helped you. I carried these titles for you. At least give me a win here, and I can I can give them back to Punk Sunday. Well, it was his idea. Don't forget that this was Moxley's idea to begin with. You know, yep. and it was because he didn't want that interim shit over his head. He's tired of that interim shit. The same thing Jr. was saying. He wants to be able to say, "Hey, I still wasn't AEW champion." I'm a two-time AEW champion. No one else here can say that. So let's go ahead and cancel that interim shit, put it on me, and after that, I'll let you get it back at home. But they should have done it the opposite way because if Moxley would have won in Ohio, I mean, if Punk wins in Ohio and Moxley wins in Illinois, it would have stunned everyone. But that's exactly how you do it. The same way WWE did when Edge won in Boston at SummerSlam against Cena. And then, in Unforgiven, Cena beat Edge in Toronto. That's how you do it. That's good booking. That's what Vince was the. That's why he's still the GOAT. Because he knew what the fuck he was doing. Tony Khan, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. I'm sorry. I'm snapping out here for a minute. But, hey, hey, man, get this shit right. I don't want to see this shit again tonight. I don't want to see it. And I'm not paying to see it. I know it's just 50 bucks. And 50 bucks ain't nothing to me every three months. That ain't shit. That ain't shit to nobody. If it is, I'm sorry. You need to rethink some things in life and what you're doing. That ain't nothing, 50 bucks. The problem is, you expect me to spend the 50 bucks when I'm going to see the same thing I just saw two weeks ago. No, it won't be a squash. It won't be three minutes. But it's still going to be 33 minutes probably of bullshit. Because Punk, the last time I saw him in the ring, wasn't that impressed. The last time I've seen Mox in the ring, and every time I've seen Mox in the ring, I'm never impressed. You've never been impressed by Mox. Never. I fucking hate Moxley. I hate him. 
And if AEW was to hire me tomorrow to be a writer, I'd tell Moxley that to his face. And if he knocked me out clean, he could cold clock my ass after that. That's fine. I'm going to get right back up and I'm going to say, you still suck, nigga. Because he's that bad. I'm sorry. And yes, I just called a Caucasian a nigga on my podcast. But it's my podcast. I can do what I want to do. So I'm just saying, y'all, honestly, Moxley's terrible in the ring. Punk, he ain't been that much better. So I'm not crazy. I'm not going to bust the door downs in the arena to come see you two in a main event. The only way you can save me, the only way you can make this better is if I hear MJF's music at the end of the fight, during the fight, at some point during the night. It's the only way you can make this right for me. And Tony Khan. Uh, do, do you really think that'll happen, though? I don't. I really do not. Because knowing, why? Knowing Tony, why? Like, I, like I think I, I've kind of come to realize over the years, they would have like leaked that for it to come out for like a Dynamite episode to uh, get the ratings boost. So I don't, I don't think it's going to happen at all out. It's not. Let's be for real. People are just saying stuff for clickbait. People are just trying to get somebody to click on a video. And that's they, another thing. I'm so tired of these quote-unquote insiders who all have the same information, but they bicker at each other. Like, oh, I had it first, I had it first. It doesn't matter. That's right. It doesn't matter. I'm sick of these insiders, man. That's right. Me too. You and me both. They already, they already spoiled the business. Yeah. Like the business could die because of them. Yeah. And then they want us to talk about who's first. Who gives a crap? I don't. That's for damn sure. Don't, don't be at all. Don't get a job. Right. Look, T, this is just like what I was telling you about Goldberg, Roman Reigns, and all these other people that have these great interests, and then they lose me after that when they say, ding, ding, ding. Same thing with Moxley and Punk. Once I get through hearing wild thing, you make my heart sing. After I hear that, and after I hear the great, the great cult of personality, after I hear all of that, I can go downstairs and fix me a sandwich and give me some, ba- give me a bag of chips. Yeah, you know. And, and, and eat green. We do the sea salt or the sea salt and vinegar or the, the <laughs> smokehouse barbecue. Uh, I will say, at that card, uh, the only match I'm excited to see will be the acclaimed versus Swerve and our glory. Yeah, but uh, see, I uh, would really very much like that. But I just I don't want to pay $50 just to see that match. That's yeah. all I'm really. That's Damn. all I'm really super intrigued about. T is gonna be good to watch, but T here's my problem with that match. They shouldn't have gave that to us right now. Because the build-up wasn't anything. There was no build-up. There's been no build-up to any of this, really. No. If you, they could have just kept stretching the acclaim versus the gun club out to where they had another match. Because right. that rival was actually good, entertaining, and funny. I don't know what you could have done, but you don't put the acclaim in the ring as babyfaces now against Swerve and Our Glory. You know they're not going to win. Who are also babyfaces. Tony Khan doing that shit again. He's putting himself into some bad places. He keeps doing it. And this is the reason why Eric Bischoff keeps saying, stop. Stop it. What are you doing? I'm not saying hire Bischoff. He needs to kind of relinquish some holes holes on on his booking and get some real help. He's tripping. He's tripping. He's putting himself into some holes. Look, our co-host Nick Ely always talks about somebody on our show who needs to be drug tested. Well, damn it, 
He needs to break the drug test out right now on this show for Tony Khan. Because I Tony wonder. Tony might fail it. I, Tony might fail that motherfucker. He might. Yes. Dude, why would you put the acclaim in the match against Swerve in our glory? Just because it's just because it's just gonna be a bunch of oohs and ahs and this is awesome. This is awesome. Okay, but where are we going from there? You're gonna make the acclaim look bad when they lose. They don't supposed to take a loss right now. They're not supposed to. So this is terrible. It's bad booking. Uh, the, the, yeah, I, I think that what 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 we're gonna have here is that going to have a situation where uh fans are going to have to really really let tony know and quit being so critical of people that are critical of tony and his booking because i always say that most of us most of us not all of us there are some you know some bad apples out there but most of us just love pro wrestling and want to see AEW succeed and do well and for the most part it has done well it could be better. That's it, the problem. Where yeah. we are holding Tony to a standard because Tony wants to be the number one company. Well, yep. now we're going to hold you to that standard of the number one company. Yeah. The same standard we've held this to for years. Yeah. You know. So you know some of these things that you're doing just does not make sense at all. And again, it does not make sense. And again, did you hear me use the type or the amount of profanity that I'm using now when we were talking WWE? You did no. not. This is because I'm that. So, TK, uh, anybody that's listening that's an AEW fan or anybody from AEW, including Moxley or anybody else, hey, man, I want y'all to succeed. I promise you I do. Don't don't, don't, don't get too sensitive on me right now. Don't get in your feelings. Get out your feelings if you're listening. This is because I'm very passionate because I want you to win. I want you to be number one. I really do love AEW. But, damn, I have to get on you when you F up. And I think you're effing up. You really are. And as far as that trio stuff goes, with Omega and the Bucks, I thought it should have never happened. But because Tony Khan so said so many times, TK, you put this on yourself. You said so many times, I'm not going to do the trios tournament or the trios titles. I'm not bringing that stuff out until Kenny comes back. Well, Omega's back. So do you think anybody thinks that anybody's going to win that tournament outside of Omega and the Young Bucks? Mm-hmm. We already know who's going to win. Partner, you gave it away. Stop doing so many damn interviews and shut the f- I was about to get to that. Be quiet. Uh, I don't it's- think there's much more to talk about with All Out. It's just to me the card as a whole is just not it's not very satisfying. Do you have the card? Uh, do you have the card, T? Yeah, yeah, I've got it. Um. Hold on one second. Come on with it. You come on with it then. I'm going to let you have it because I'm just going to just go on rant, rant, rant. And, you know, I'm talking myself out of a job because I know yeah, somebody. So, okay, from- Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage is the only one with some bill. And I you love know that. What? That was a I'm, great I'm here, I'm, I'm, I am here for that one. Right? Yes. Like, yes. I, I want to make sure I'm clear on that. Yes. Swerve and I go versus the acclaim. Like, we just talked about that. The, the acclaim should, as much as I want them to be, get a title shot, mm-hmm. this ain't the time. Swerve and I glory just starting their reign. They're yeah. probably more than likely not going to lose. Yeah. They're claimed, uh, to me, are in a good feud with the Ass Boys. It should be continuing that. So I'm just not a big fan. Maybe the Ass Boys will come out and make them lose, but that's another reason why somebody else can, can get that. Brian Danielson versus Lionheart Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, you are 60. You uh, Lionheart was 25, man. Come on. <laughs> the yeah. Casino Ladder match. <laughs> Spot Fist. Probably going to get Adam Cole coming back. 
and and winning it. I think he can, he can cash that thing in at some point or something like that. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just yeah. This is just FTR and Wardlow. Like Wardlow is not going to lose. Of course, he's not, not. going to lose. Of course, versus not. Jay Lethal with MCMG, Wardlow ain't losing. So yeah, I'm and, gonna keep scrolling. And, yeah, but find something better for Jay Lethal. Damn it. Not L's. It needs to be more dubs. Keep going, T. Sorry. Terrence, you still there? Uh oh. Championship match with uh, John okay. Moxley and CM Punk. And we've already talked about that in length. Uh, I think there's no way CM Punk loses in Chicago. No. After, after getting squashed uh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. ain't no way in hell he's losing in Chicago. So I'm like, this might be, aside of Jungle Boy and Christian Cage, um, might be one of the most predictable cards I've seen in a while, and I'm just not very enthused by it, honestly. I not top to bottom. Neither am I. Neither am I when you put it like that, and that's the only way to put it because that's really what it is, T. Um, I'm not going to get into it anymore. We got a good chance of getting this show over within 90 minutes. And we're almost on the 90-minute approach, uh, a 90-minute <laughs> mark. So I'm just going to say I hope it's a good show. I, I hope I'm too. I hope I'm wrong about damn near everything that I'm saying. And I am going to give them my 50 bucks even after the rent. And after all the shit that I just said, I'm still going to give them my 50 bucks because I love AEW. With that being said, I'm getting tired. I'm on the edge. I'm on the edge. I've left WWE before, and they're the biggest – wrestling promotion ever of all time and still to this day i can yeah. definitely leave you all okay don't make me start acting like triple h calling you a piss and company don't do that stop it there's a lot of matches that shouldn't be happening and jade versus athena they started off good and then they kind of died that thing out and it started well, to play here, out here's my problem with this Jarvis. What did, I, what did i tell you a long time ago about that women's championship yeah. and i'm glad you brought that up because we didn't talk about this tony's been on the heat uh-huh. under some heat for these um the women the women's division yeah um thunder rosa when she first got that title we didn't see her on tv for two or three weeks hmm. and then he comes out and says well our champion doesn't get as much um doesn't get as much it's not much of a, as much of a draw as, as our men's champion so she didn't get as much time to explain her injuries and her relinquishing the title. Man, it's garbage. I'm sorry. And I'm not saying that Donna Rosa should have been, you know, given an eight-minute promo. But, man, that's her champion. Let her come to the ring say, hey, I'm injured. The same way Punk did. Maybe you can get – if you give her a short amount of time, that's fine. But a 30-second backstage promo that I missed because it happened so fast? Come on, man. That ain't cool. Yeah. Nope. It ain't cool. Nope. And these are, these are things that I always go back to this. Big Swole told us about. Yeah. Big yeah. Swole talked about diversity. You have brought that up. not listen. You have brought that up, and people are still not listening to you. Because people have to keep in mind that Thunder Rosa is not only a women's champion, she's a Hispanic women's champion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh man, man, you man. You book your champion strong, and they look strong. You book yeah. them weak, they look weak. Thunder Rosa has looked very weak. Very and they were they, they were uh, clearly about to hand the championship over to Tony Storm, who will probably win that match tonight, I'm pretty sure. There's no problem uh, to it. She will. Who yeah, are, yeah, they were getting ready to hand her the title anyway. And look, look, T, so, so not to cut you out, but this is what I've been That's hearing. Fine. This is what I've been hearing. Um, And I'm 
I agree with everything you just said, but there are rumors, and I'm sure you've heard them. Mm-hmm. I already know where you're going. Thunder Rosa has been very difficult hey, to work with. And she ain't hurt at all. And and she's not hurt at all. There's no injury for real. They're just finding a way to get the belt off of her, and she won't even – like, she doesn't even want to agree to give it up. So they're faking an injury, and they're putting four other women in it to give Tony Storm the championship. Yes, you've heard it. You know what's up. Now, I don't know what to think about this because there's been some things that I've heard about Sammy Guevara as well. Him, He and uh, Eddie Kingston had a real-life uh, altercation in the back. Eddie Kingston got suspended a few weeks for that. So Sammy Guevara is another, is another name in AEW that has been said to be very difficult to work with. He and Ty Conti, I think they should just go edge and lead her all the way out and embrace this shit. But they yep. need more TV time, and they need to do more. They just lost in a damn match uh, on Dynamite, though, to, um, to um, damn, proud and powerful Santana and Ortiz. Okay, they just lost to Ortiz and uh, uh, Ruby Soho on, on Dynamite. I don't know if that should have happened right now if you want to do something with Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. Again, right. maybe Ruby Soho and them needed that win more. I just think they're too confused in, in their bookings. And this is why I miss you, Cody. I fucking miss you, man. I was worried I was worried about this when you left. And I stand corrected months later. I miss you, Cody. I do. And I love you, man. Not, not no homo. I love you though, man. I, I know now. I know now why AEW was so good and so successful. It was you. It wasn't Tony. It was you. And why Tony got the big pants and just said, decided to say, hey, man, I got my big britches on and I don't need you, Cody. Bullshit. Yes, the fuck you do. You need somebody. And he's not there. Call up Eric Bischoff. I would prefer you to call up Jim Cornette. And I don't give a damn. Forget all of the hate or animosity or what. Man, just do what's best for business, bruh. For real. And if Gail Kim or Mickey James, and I heard Mickey James is about to leave Impact. This is her last match coming up. She's done. Mm-hmm. Hopefully she doesn't go to WWE. Find a way to get her into the AEW locker room so she can work with the women's division. And as far as uh Gail Kim, if she ever becomes available, bring her ass too. Because this has been terrible. And and Sheeta. Sheeta was a great champion during that pandemic, the first year of the <coughs> pandemic. Better than Moxley, in my opinion. And she was, and she was the first champion, right? No, no, it, it was it was Rio that was the first champion. Right, right, but, right, right. But right. still, hey, where the hell is Rio? Haven't seen her either. Where's the native beast? Where's the native beast? Where's Vicky Guerrero? Damn it! And I miss yeah, Vicky. Just, that, that women's division is abysmal. It is, man. It is, and I can't argue with you about that. As much as I would love to debate that, I can't. And so that's a problem for you. All elite wrestling. It's a big problem. I just wanted to say that, though, about Thunder. There's rumors that it's not, she's not even really injured. Yes, Tony Storm is going to win the belt tonight. But why? Why? Ruby Soho didn't get it when she first came. And I don't like Ruby Soho. But still, she's not bad. But you brought her in. Tony Khan. Ruby Soho ain't tall and blonde, man. It's, it's just something about it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if, Tom is, is well, going to get before our very eyes. Well, I mean, if he's looking at it like that, yeah, I guess Tony Storm should win the championship. But hell, Anna J should have been won that bitch too. Then, <laughs> if we right. look at it, if we look at it that, uh, Ty Conti, you should be next in line. Anna J, you know, there's there's other champions. Then, if we're if we're going by that, but I, all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. Tony Khan, you need some help, bruh. You need some writers, bruh. And I'm willing to help you out if you, you know, if you're looking for some help that can really put some good stories and some good angles together, you could use it. Right now, what you're doing in the women's division, it's everything Terrence just said. And I believe those words were abysmal. That's not good. That's not good at all. So, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Storm is going to win a championship tonight. Point blank, period. I don't see any surprises tonight. The only surprise would be is if MJFs comes back. And that's not a surprise because everybody's saying it. But they're saying it because they're just trying to they're just trying to speak that into existence. They're hoping it happens. But I don't think it's gonna happen. I really think MJF yeah. has said, fuck uh, AEW. And I think right. he's not coming back. Because there's no way nobody would keep a work for three months long where we don't see him. They should have counted yeah. on it like T said. Go ahead, T. Go ahead. The only the only dark horse surprise that could be had could be Bray Wyatt. Uh, I don't know if you saw, and, and, and I. But well, it's another thing that we have to stop. I just want to mention it just in case if it happens. But literally every time Bray Wyatt his Twitter account breathes, it's a sign of him coming back. Like let the man come back when he comes back. But and then he never comes he, back. Uh, right. He updated his Twitter bio to Giant Killer. Mm. Uh, and people are trying to like find ways of that that many him, him coming back. So like, I don't know, man. I'm not saying he's not coming back. I'm not saying he is. I'm just throwing it out there that you know people have been speculating, but they've been speculating now for over a year. Uh, and I just hope that you know at some point we do see him back. But just in case if it happens tonight, you know we can't say that we mentioned it. But um, I don't think it means. I think Bray is just kind of teasing with people now. I, and think, I don't even I, know who I don't even know who the giant is that he'd be killing. Cause <laughs> I just, doesn't have any real giants. So. I, I was just about to ask who the giant. Who's that? <laughs> hey man, I think you're right. Uh, Bray Wyatt is just a smart sob that knows how to get clicks and you know clickbait people and get his followers up by playing around and teasing people. At some point, yep. people will finally figure out that all right, now we're off this we're off this wagon. But uh, T, if he came back tonight. What would he be coming back as and what to do? Would he be a part of Dark Order? Would he finally put them on the map? Because we are so done with Dark Order in AEW and Hangman. I'll put it like this. If it wasn't for um, Brody, Dark Order wouldn't be on TV at all. And I hate to say that, but they wouldn't be. But, but, but T, you are just giving the brutally honest truth. Honestly. That's just what it is. Um, they said something though when they were in again, rip the Brody Lee when they were in his hometown of Rochester, New York. They said Dark Order isn't going anywhere, they're not dead, and then Mm -hmm. they immediately died right after the show. They are on life support, though. Yeah, they they died right after the show, life support, whatever you want to call it. They they didn't really, they didn't come on, man. They didn't live up to those expectations that they set out that night on that dynamite show, which was good. But then Anna J left and said, screw you all. And what have you done since then? 
And Adam Page has never said that he's Dark Order. He's the leader of Dark Order, even though you could have turned him heel and had him be as nasty and a monster on alcohol at that. Just drinking the shots and all. Bring that stuff back. How did you lose? How did you lose so badly with Hangman Adam Page? How did you just forget what to do with him? This is terrible. This is terrible, TK. It's terrible. I'm not even that interested in the show tonight. I guess just because I just want to go somewhere and show off my new CM Punk shirt. So I may do that. <laughs> but honestly, but, <laughs> but honestly, besides that, I got nothing. I got yeah, nothing. If any, if any people are listening, um, CW Memphis does do a promotion that Dave and Buster's, you can watch the show there for free. For free? There's that. Wow. Dave and Buster's. And Dave and Buster's. Every, 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 every AEW show, every WWE, WWE major show, Dave and Buster's for free. Now, see, now I know it's been a while then because we haven't been at David Buster since, um, damn, the night Jericho lost to, uh, to, 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 to Moxley. That's been, that's uh, been, a, that's been a few yeah. years. It was a great night. We had, yeah. we had a, we had a, um, they had a party. They had an AEW party. It was Revolution or was it Full Gear? It was Full. It was like their first or second big show, I think, right? Yeah, I yeah. Think on TV. It, it I was, remember it, that. I, I watched it. It um, was the night Jericho had the the uh, the lady do the 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 singing before the with the yes, choir. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched it in. Awesome. Um, what's that place called? Uh, oh my goodness, I'll think about it in a second. But yeah, I, I watched it in front of a big crowd too. What part of what part of the city we talking about? It was uh like off Broad Avenue. Uh, I'm gonna think of the name of the place in a minute, but it's kind of like retro. You go in and like play old video games and everything, but they have a nice setup, big projectors where you watch the uh, shows that? in there. What's that? Binghampton? Binghampton, yes. yes. Damn, 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 damn. What you know what I'm talking about? about, though. I do. I just can't think of the damn name. Right. But off abroad, I got you. I got you. Yes, I know what you're talking about, though. And uh, did you enjoy that? Was that? That sounds like that was some fun. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Okay. Well. I mean, in the end, guys, I'm just trying to say that Hangman Adam Page's relationship with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, it's seen as ups and downs over the years, you know. Uh, and, and But it was headed toward a possible reconciliation as of late, at least we thought. But now you're going to put them together tonight in this trios match, and you're going to actually get some trios titles. T, if you was doing the booking, if you were doing the booking here, who would win that and why? We're going to go ahead and finish this thing because we got to get out of here. I don't want to, you know, our Sunday afternoon is, is, is going by here. But if you were booking this, if you called the shots, you wrote the whole angle, who wins this and why in that trios tournament, even though I'm not even for trios yeah, titles? I, I think that the way it's been booked, um, the, uh, the Young Bucks and Omega have to win. Yeah. That says that they have to win. And, uh, and so what's the purpose of putting about, We just talked about how the Dark Order is barely on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so unless you are trying to book this around a major upset and book it around a major storyline with maybe Hangman and, and uh, Kenny Omega once again. Yeah, it would have to be major. Yep. Yeah, I don't see how the Bucks and Kenny Omega. The, the, what, the way I would book it is the Bucks and Kenny Omega will win. Hangman and Kenny Omega would embrace in the ring, handshake, you know, raise each other's hand, yada, yada, yada. And it's really just a celebration of Kenny Omega returning and winning the, the first trio's championship. Uh, but I'm not, I'm just not really 
I don't see what would per, what, what purpose I would serve booking the Dark Order, what's left of it, the remnants of the Dark Order, uh, winning the, tra- the championship over the Young Bucks, who beat everybody. They beat Will Ospreay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't see the purpose it would serve in, in beating them in, in the Dark Order beating those guys. So um, and, and, the Bucks and, and Kenny Omega would have to win. Well said, T, and I agree. And if they actually save that Dynamite match, which is, again, this is how you know they're struggling for ratings. They're, they're doing so much to get over a million views per week. If they had to save that Will Ospreay and whoever those other two guys are, which was a damn good match. Don't That's get me wrong. That's what they should have done. They Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega should have headlined tonight. There you go. Point yeah. blank simple. Point blank simple. That's how you know they're desperate for ratings. They're trying to get that million every week, and it's very hard to do. And Eric Bischoff was right when he said what he said about CM Punk and how it went downhill after that. Uh, that's all I've got, though. I mean, look, we know that Swerve and Our Glory will still be tag team champions. If it doesn't happen, okay, then they're not so predictable. But if even if it doesn't go their way and the acclaim win, we're still going to have some issues with that, though, because, like, now you've put Swerve and Our Glory as the shortest <laughs> tag team reign ever in AEW history, and that's not right. good either. And they that's haven't had any problems. Wanna, there's so much more to be seen from those guys. So, so they, to me, they can't lose. They cannot. If they do, it they just goes lose. to show that I, I miss you, Cody. <laughs> if if he if he if and he let's, and let's just say if they do, let's say that for their claim, some it's got to be some interference because uh, if their claim lose just clean, it's like when do they get another shot? Why should they get another shot? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, you can't do it clean. The the, the loss definitely can't be clean. So uh, there's got to be some interference. It's got to it's, it's be some type of interference, and we just kind of scratch our heads wondering, well, who were they trying to help? Or what does this mean for Swerve when I glory? Maybe they're going heel. Have us thinking something like that, but they still get the win. It doesn't right. even necessarily have to be clean for them because they're already the champions. But you can't mess up what you got going right now with the acclaimed. You can't mess Absolutely. that up because you've got them over. I wasn't even looking for them to go – baby face that soon but they did and now that you've done it you can't mess that up can't screw it up so and again we know omega and the bucks are going to win the trio's title there's no other way you can do it if you do we're going to have more questions on top of the questions we already have and we know punk is going to win in chicago he ain't losing in chicago he's not losing in chicago the only question i have to ask you i guess left is the casino ladder match um and and i i thought this was double or nothing I don't even think they've ever done this at all out. I could be wrong. And I haven't seen much of a build to it unless I'm just missing it. But, like. It hasn't. It hasn't been. But there's one person that's unidentified. We don't know who that Adam person Cole. is going to be. And Adam most, Cole. Yeah, but people are hoping it's MJF. But, yeah. Mm, Adam Cole. Yeah. It'll probably be Adam <laughs> Cole. See, it's see, time. see, Terrence, you're pissing me off, man. See, this is why I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. I'm, I don't like Adam Cole. I'm sorry, I do not get it. Like, out, out, once again, another one of those guys that outside of the entrance, you've lost me. And the song ain't that damn good either. I don't care yeah. about it that the much. First couple times I heard it, it was like, all right, cool. And now I'm like, I'm tired of hearing this. The only thing that, the only thing that even got me a little interested was the pop that he gets. Everybody like loves to sing it, so I'm like, okay, yeah. but it ain't Judas, and I'm tired of hearing him sing Judas that, after yeah. three years. Hell, you know, damn near right. three years, and I love Judas. Like I play that more than anything else when it comes to my gym time. 
You know, it's Judas. It's the Roman Reigns. It's the, um, I'm sorry, what's the Japanese guy's name? Shinsuke. Ooh, that shit there on the treadmill. Oh, my God. Man, yeah. I will run five miles on your ass with that right there playing. I don't know what it is about that those tunes. I hear a violin in that bitch. I get, I get it crunk. I get lit. I'm telling you, man. I'll run four, five miles with your ass. That's the shit. He needs to be winning more championships too then. But other than that, nah, I don't I don't get it. So I'm straight. I'm straight on some of these matches. I'm sorry. And Jade and Athena, if Jade loses this match, on God, as the young people say, on G, I'm done with <laughs> AEW. I'm done. If she loses this match that you didn't build up. And Red Velvet, whatever you're doing, baby girl, I hope you get well soon because we miss you. We're, we're not getting the baddies on TV enough these days. We're, we're, we're finding it hard to jump on board with uh old girl, what's her name, that they put in. She's okay. She's good for TV, but they're not putting them on enough. Stokely's getting a lot of TV time, but he's just coming out there giving his card to other people. So we're yeah. not really – we're scratching our heads wondering what's going on here. And I'm just saying that if Jade loses this title, if you really want me to stop watching AEW, well, do that shit. I will be done. And I don't give a damn how good you think she is or how bad you think she is in the ring. She's supposed to be the baddest bitch on the planet or the baddest bitch in wrestling. So she can't lose yet. The same thing Terrence just asked me about who should Roman Reigns give the belt up to. And I said, I don't see anybody right now with no Cody Rose, with no Randy Orton. I, I don't see who he gives it up to. Same thing here with Jade. Who should she lose the belt to? Not Athena. Athena had She shouldn't be losing the belt. She should she should have been in that in that four way match. They should have done what they should have done more with Athena to build this up to where it's like, oh yeah, we're ready. We're ready. Let her get it. But no, not yet. And as far as Statlander, she got hurt, so that's not happening with her and um whoever that was gonna be Thunder Rosa. So they, they had to cancel those plans because of an injury. And again, I'll give Tony try to try to help Tony out a little bit in his defense. He has been getting hampered with injuries. It was supposed to be Chris Statlander against Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's Championship. She was going for that title while Athena went for the TBS title. That's not going to happen now. Now, there's still no reason for them to throw this fatal four-way or whatever they're calling it. What does AEW call it when it's a four-way? What do they call it? I know they can't say fatal four-way, but Uh, they don't even have a name for it, do they? I don't think so. They need to do that. They need to do that. And TNA was really good at that, at countering what WWE did, but sometimes come up with something a little better. Like, they didn't say three-way or triple threat, but they say a triangle. You know, like, okay, that, I like that. Um, just a little, you know, you got, um, you got uh, what's his name over there for a reason? Use him. Pick his brain sometimes. Uh, what's his name? Um, Kenny Omega's guy. Oh, uh, Don Callis. Don Callis. Use him for something. Right. <laughs> Pick his brain. Tony Khan, you don't have to run every damn thing. Stop ego tripping, man. All right, that's all I got. It's almost two hours in. We knew this was going to be a long show, though, T. We did. But what we did was cover uh, All Out, tonight's tonight's All Out in AEW, and last yesterday's uh, Clash, of the, Clash at the Castle for WWE. Anything that I'm leaving out that you want to say about tonight's show, or no, anything that I you can't forgot think from of the it, man. Show. Just uh, you know, we're just all kind of sitting and waiting and seeing how tonight goes. 
So if MJF doesn't show up tonight, what does that mean? Release, release him. Release him. But he, well, so he's going to let him sit on the bench until 2024, basically, then. Because he's not going to release him. He's going to make him suffer. Yeah. Can Triple H still make him hot when he signs him in 2024? Mm. Or will we forget about him? Because remember, we still have another 2023 year that has to come by us and pass. And then it's like, oh, wow, it's 2024. That's right. On on January. on the last so long, man. I mean, the thing about wrestling fans is that we're kind of always, we're kind of always, you know, clinging on to our favorites. We want to see them do well and want to see them come back. So, you know, if that's the case, then he'll have an audience. Uh, but you know how it is over in, over in the E, man. It's, it's a big playing field. It's a very big pool. And, you know, is, is, he, is he really a better heel than the Miz? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't – there could be a spot for him, but I don't think it would be a top spot. He is the Miz, if you want to be real. And we don't they are, know – They are pretty similar. The Miz, I think, is a – I don't know. The, the – the delivery of MJF is a little more aggressive than the Miz. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's very, he's, he's a good heel. He could be better for the Miz if you get out of the TVPG uh, format. But if you stay in that, MJF is, he's not for WWE. Right. Um, and, and I still see him in NXT for a while. And I think his ego is too big for that. So yeah, he shouldn't go to NXT. He's got too big of a following. Uh, will he in another 400 days from now, though? If we're waiting right. on twenty twenty, if we're waiting on January first, twenty twenty four, for his contract to expire, like damn, I know the time flies. But, now, but we, what, look at this though. Look at this. Hold, hold on, you said something right there. We'll say this and we'll get out of here. I know it's going, it's running on pretty long. Mm-hmm. If let's just say that he did go to NXT, how ironic would it be that um, those guys that were in NXT went to AEW? Some of those guys from AEW end up going to NXT, which happens. You know, we saw the Niners Wars, and NXT just all of a sudden comes out of nowhere and just, you know, the ratings take off and it could change. It yeah. could. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, MJF on NXT would be crucial. Hey, man, I very well can see that happening. You got to crawl before you walk. I mean, just because you can talk good and you can talk a good mouth and drop pipe bombs doesn't mean like you're ready for the big leagues. Who right. can we take you serious for? with or or against in the WWE main roster. I'm just not sure who that would be. MJF is a small guy. Let's be honest. He's a small guy. He's a yeah. little dude. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what is he, like 5'8", five, 5'7"? Five, Maybe. And so, come on, man. Like I, He's not a big dude unless he's jacked up, unless he's gotten jacked up since he's been gone. And I he's don't, had plenty of time. He's had plenty of time, but I have to see him again to, to realize that, to see that. I just don't know. In 2024, where we have to have a whole year of 2023 pass us by in the wrestling world, and 2022 was, woo, we still have a few months left, four four months at least left in 2022, and it's been a crazy year in wrestling. It has been a crazy year. We still got 23 to go by, and MJF is still sitting on the bench. I don't think he's playing his card rights if he really means what he said in that damn shoot or work, or whatever the hell it was on June 1st. And here we are, September 4, and we hadn't seen this dude in three months. Wow. Wow. Like, Tony Khan's get out your feelings, and MJF, you've got to do something. You can't just stay. This is why people think it's a work, because 
He's been quiet. And it's not like right. MJF to be quiet. But if this is a work, what are you working toward? It shouldn't have took this damn long. As Terrence said months ago, this is Stone Cold and Vince McMahon at his finest. Take advantage of it. They could have WWE reeling right now, shaking in their boots, straight up shook like Mob Deep on the Shook Ones track. But no, you continue to let him just sit in the back because he called you a fucking mark when you continue to do things as if you're a fucking mark. Damn. I just want wrestling to be good again. That's it. That's it. I'm being too passionate. I'm done. Let me get out of here. This was a two-hour show. And I went on and ran it way too long, but I love it. And I don't give a damn who says or calls me anything for loving professional wrestling. I love professional wrestling. I love sports entertainment. And as far as sports entertainment goes, don't be surprised if, um, what's his name with the JAS, with the Jericho Appreciation Society, who just Garcia. had the match. Don't Garcia. be surprised if Garcia actually helps Jericho tonight and he beats Brian Danielson. I know people think it's going to go the other way around, but Jericho's calling the shots with his that. booking. Yeah, I can see that. Danielson ain't, he ain't running shit. J- Danielson is still a coach. You know he's still training Jay Cargill to this day. He ain't, mm-hmm. run, he ain't running anything. Jericho may say, hey, man, you going to come out. I know we did the list. You, you, you kind of – but he apologized to Jericho on Rampage, I believe. And – or was it or was it Dynamite? Rampage, Dynamite. one of those shows. Dynamite? Yep. Okay, well, he actually could turn on Jericho then. But I don't know. Usually when Jericho has something to do with it, he's coming on top. So I won't be surprised if Jericho still wins his match, but he shouldn't. But we'll see how it goes. But I won't be surprised if Garcia still helps Jericho. You know, like, hey, he's a sports entertainer. But he definitely could turn on Jericho and become a member of the Blackpool Combat Club because he really is a true professional pro wrestler. There's nothing entertaining about him at all when it comes to sports entertainment. He is so, not entertaining. He's not. He's not, but he's not bad. He is. He, is, he oh, he's great in the ring. Yeah, um, yeah. He's got a he's got like a like a cool kind of like tough guy look. Yeah. But as far as like um, entertaining, the charisma is just not there. And he really, I'm saying this and I out of total appreciation, but he gives me like very very young Lance Storm vibes. Oh wow, Lance Storm. Okay, hadn't heard that name in, a, in quite some time. Love Lance Storm. Lance Storm wasn't he WCW and WWE? He was I mean, he he did he spent most of his time in ECW. But he gotcha. did go to WCW and gotcha. uh, won all kinds of titles over there and right went to WWE and had a pretty good run over there too. Okay, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunday Fun Day. So yeah, we 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 had a blast though. It was a two hour show, but if you love wrestling, you tuned in for every minute of it or at least some of it. We hope you did and we hope you enjoyed. This was the Great Debate Show with Jarvis Jeffries and Terrence Smith. T, is there anything else you got before we sign off? Hey, that's it, man. You guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Enjoy your Labor Day. And, of course, we'll see you next week uh, with, with more sports. And I think we'll get Nick Ely back uh, at some point next week. Oh, yeah, Tuesday. You know what that means. We've got AFC North, your division, T, and those Ravens, and Lamar Jackson. Oh, my God. And the AFC West. We're doing both. It's a two-for-one on the next episode of The Great Debate Show. So, yeah, can't wait. Uh, but, yeah, uh, T, I hope you get to watch 
all out or some of it, you know, it, maybe they prove us wrong. They do put together good pay-per-views, but at the same time, I just wish that they had they 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 move better with these angles. I'm, I'm upset with what they're doing with Miro right now and Sting and Darby Allen. They're gonna. Oh, be I didn't get match. to ask you about that. You did. I know you probably heard about Malachi Black uh, allegedly asking for his release. Yeah, I did. I'm not making too much of it, honestly. I don't. I don't know how you felt uh, about it. But oh, oh well. I mean, look. I, I, don't, I don't think he was the only one, apparently. But I'm, you know. No, he wasn't the only one. It was Malachi Black. It was. It was Miro. That actually, that actually also was brought up, and um, some people are saying that Miro is only half true, and they do have some things going on with Miro right now. He, I don't like it though. He's teaming up with Sting and Darby, um, or they have his back. Yeah, they're teaming up. That's a trios match, then pretty much. They're going up against um, the House of Black. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Miro. I think they're just reaching, reaching and digging deep. But he is one of those also that kind of like, oh, Triple H is in charge? Yeah, I I, I could go back. Hey, man, I'm going to be honest with you. AEW was at its best before they started bringing in the NXT rejects. So I, I hope I hope Triple H will get back Malachi Black or whatever his name was, Alistair Black, before he yeah. got to WWE, before he got to AEW. I hope he gets Miro back, even though he wasn't. NXT, even though I like Miro, but they're not doing well with Miro. Andrade, please take him back. They're not doing enough with him. I like Andrade, but they're not doing what they need to do with him. And so that's why I'm sick of seeing the new faces, like 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 the big guy, Big Cass or whatever. Morrissey is his name now. Well, yeah, that'll be Morrissey. For what? What are you here for? He looks for? good, though. He looks what? good. I don't know what they're going to do with him. He He'll looks, get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, he looks good, but what? Yes, he will get lost in the shuffle because that's what Tony Khan does best. Sign people, hype everybody up for a big sign and for a big night in the ratings, and then you get them there, and then it's, oops, I forgot what to do with you. Where are you at? Where are you at? I'm shuffling these cards, and every spade game, I cannot pull out that king or that ace because you keep losing them in the shuffle. What's the purpose in signing all these people for? Until you get the Ring of Honor TV deal, stop signing people. It makes no fucking sense, bruh. That shit is dumb as fuck. I'm sorry. It's dumb as fuck. And Tony, I ain't scared of you. And all these people I've been shitting on, I ain't scared of you. So you can say what you want, think what you want. I'm saying it because I love your promotion and I want you to do good. But you're doing some dumbass, weak-ass bullshit. This is ignorant. Stop signing these people and you have nothing for them after a week or two. Look at Ruby Soho. Look at her. The last time I saw her, she was getting her arm, getting her arm broken. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. this is the reason why it begged for her to win this match with Ortiz or Santana the other night on Dynamite against Guevara and Conti, who needs to be winning. They just got married. They're a new couple. They're... They redeem themselves. They're this, they're that. They've got belts. Belts that aren't even really acknowledged in AEW, but they have them around their waist. You got to do something with them more than that. You've got to find more TV time for these people. Stop signing people, and you don't have the TV time for them. You can't keep telling us that WWE has six, seven hours a week of television time, and you don't, letting us know that you realize that, but then not 
you know, yeah, your, your payroll should reflect how much TV time you have. You, yeah, stop signing these people when you admit it to us that you know you don't have the TV time that they have. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Hey, man, if if Adam Cole goes back to WWE, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for me in AEW. If the rest of that elite club or whatever you want to call it goes back. Bobby Fish is already gone. I don't know if you knew that or not. He's not coming back. I did. He just wasn't worth my mentioning uh, in this show. But, yes, you're right. Bobby Fish is gone. (laughs) Likewise. I wasn't going to mention because. Yeah. But, no, you're good. We're supposed to tell this news out. Good riddance to him. And, you know, anybody else that wants to walk, you got your hat, get your coat. Go ahead. I'm okay with it because it was so much better before you brought these rejects in. But you brought them in because you thought and you read too much into these YouTube comments, which I will advise you to stop reading. You read too much into comments and Twitter feeds that people were saying, oh, my God, I wish this person would come here. I wish this person would fight here. And that Eddie Kingston match, and we got to get out of here. But that Eddie Kingston match tonight on All Out, I don't know if it's the pre-card or during the card or whatever, but whoever this Japanese guy he's fighting, man, the hell with the, the hell with that. Don't nobody want to see that. Don't care. No. Don't nobody care. You didn't build up for it. You just gave him the match because he said, "Hey, I would love to fight him." Or the people want to see it. He was just suspended for edit for Sammy Guevara. Put them in a damn confrontation. Build that story up. It was real. Turn it into something for real and put it on TV like Vince did with Matt Hardy and Edge. Make something out of it though. Stop it with the BS. And isn't Eddie Kingston dating? Ruby Soho in real life. So that should have been Eddie Kingston in that match, not Ortiz. Man, I don't know what the hell y'all are doing at AEW, but stop it. Stop it. All right? It's so bad the dogs are barking in the background. You hear that? (laughs) You hear it? That's how bad you're doing, TK, with that. You do some good things at times, but, man, when you fumble the ball, boy, you let them pick the ball up at the one-yard line and run it all the way back 99 yards for a touchdown. Stop it. Stop it. I hope I see a good pay-per-view tonight because I will be watching. Ain't no need me lying. I'm still going to watch it. I told y'all. Why are you complaining about it so much and you still watch it? The same reason why I still watch the NFL. And believe it or not, the NFL is professional wrestling. It's the same damn thing. I'm done, though. Uh, That's it. All out tonight. I hope it's a good show. I hope it's good. But like Terrence said, where is the native beast? Where is some of these people that are so good? Serena Deeb, not even on the card. You ain't did nothing with her since she lost at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. And she should be a champion right now. You're doing nothing with her, nothing with her, nothing with her. And damn, she's good. The professional, the professor of wrestling. Get back with those skits and those videos and let her dominate this shit. Stop playing. Give her the TBS title then. And put the AEW Women's Champion on Jay Cargill and stop playing around with this Tony Storm, Thunderstorm bullshit. I had to get it off my chest. I'm sorry. It is what it is. I'm sick of this shit. I love AEW and I want AEW to be fucking better. Because you can be. If you don't, Triple H is going to drag your ass. I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry, T. I'm done. It's all good, man. I'm glad you were able to get it out. I got it out, man. Damn it, I got it out. All right, man. This has been a great debate show. Two hours and seven minutes. I'm sorry and I apologize. But we mean well, y'all. I promise you we mean well. 
We love wrestling, and we love all things the sports, and we'll be back on a Tuesday with St. Nick Ely. Terrence, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. You had a great show. You put together some great analogies, man. They're going to bite off that shit. They always do. Watch it. They're going to take it and still not give you a job. Uh, but you got uh, that, that part might be true for sure. But you got one right here, man, and we're going to keep doing this shit till we get to the fucking top. I'm out. That's it. I'm Jarvis Jeffries. That's Terrence Smith. You've been listening to the good guys at the Great Debate Show, and we out. Man, y'all have a great, Peace. safe holiday. What you say, T? Peace out. That's it. We out. Yes, sir. All right, man.